It is Jasmine's birthday. She oh, is. Oh no! It's my birthday on Sunday. Oh my god! We've just been celebrating today. Hey, it's both of y'all birthdays. <laughs> yes, god damn! Yeah, we <laughs> celebrate both of y'all birthdays. Not gonna come out till Saturday. People oh, might not true. hear till Sunday. That's so true. for all intents and purposes, Jasmine, it is your birthday. Okay, don't well, be technical thank you. about it. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jasmine. Thank you. I'm getting old. Yeah, okay, at 26, yeah, whatever. I'm about to be 32, so don't talk to me about getting old. Yeah, I feel good, though. I'll be getting it now. uh, uh, So, um, a lot to talk about this week on the podcast. A whole lot went down this past week. Uh, But first, let's get into, let's introduce the podcast, as we always do. This is, of course, the Gems and Juice podcast. I am Ryan Rocket on Instagram at Ryan.Rocket and on Twitter at the Ryan Rocket. I finally put that at the beginning of the show. Yes. So we don't have to count on people listening to a three-hour-long podcast <laughs> to know uh, where you hit us up at. So I am also joined by the lovely Jasmine. Yay. Now, Hi. Jasmine, dare I ask you? How your week was? <laughs> my week was better. Um, my week was a lot better. Okay. Um, I was very sad and very emotional and very pissed off at you yeah. last week. We could talk about that real quick, too. So yeah. people who heard the podcast, uh, we had a little bit of, a little bit of a tiff. <laughs> a little bit of a scuffle, if you will. Uh, me and Jasmine got a little bit into it, and then it spilled on after the podcast. But we talked it over, had a good, long, therapeutic talk about everything. So yes. we yeah. all one big happy family again. Always. Everything's yes. good. Always going to be a big happy family. But I didn't mean to cut you off, so. Yeah. <laughs> that was your week. Yes. No, I was very emotional. I told him that I was emotional, and I just didn't handle that the right way. But I was very caught up in a whirlwind and still kind of I didn't watch any of Nipsey's stuff today just because yeah. I've been very emotional behind it but thank you for being apologetic even yeah. though I wasn't trying to hear it at the time it's all good. and yeah I just love that we're able to talk and be a happy family and just work through our problems I think that's really important yeah yeah I kind of wasn't a problem but it yeah. is a problem I kind of felt now. bad because you did mention how you don't think you you'll be able to do the podcast yeah and at first at first I'm like oh she'll probably be okay once yeah. you know um, it comes time, but I don't know. We pr- you probably should have, you know, if you was really feeling that emotional like that, we probably should have said, you know. Yeah, what. and I thought about it, and I did think about asking y'all, like, hey, but at the same time, that's not that's our job. Like, we're supposed to report major things that happen. So who would I be not to come to the show? But ultimately, it just didn't carry over into a great show because yeah. I was emotional. But at the same time, we here, we good, and we are. But they celebrated Nipsey's life today. So. They did. They did. I didn't get to watch the uh, the proceedings, but um, it, it aired on BET today. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But Figgy, of course, joins us as well on, did I say where you're at, Jasmine? No. She's at Chitty Chitty Bass on Instagram and Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. All of that. Check her out. She do DJ shit, too, so peep that. Yeah. And also, my man, 
Figgy himself. Yes, sir. At the Figgy Fig on all social media accounts. Yes. Figgy, how you feeling, bro? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm um I'm feeling better too. I was kind of down last week as well. Yeah. But um I'm feeling good, man. I'm I'm ready to go. That's good, bro. Um, I'm single for the next couple days, by the way. Yeah, I'm single. Yeah, so, you know. Where's wifey at, man? Uh, She went to South Carolina to uh, see her brother who's in the service. So um, her family met up down there as well. So they out there kicking it. So Did you have the fight over asking if you wanted to come and, and you saying no? No, I kind of jumped ahead of that (laughs) because at first she wasn't going to go. But um, it would have been too much money. And I think her family helped her come down there too. Yeah. So um, I she knew I was gonna sit that out. Yeah. You know, it wasn't no big deal for me to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I hate having the fight where um they ask you they and they know you don't want to go, <laughs> but then they ask you and, and they're surprised how quick you say no. I guess <laughs> you're like, oh, you can go ahead. But yeah, I, yeah. I hate that that's progressive fight. Yeah, and, and plus, um, she know I'm part time, so yeah. you know, whenever I take off, I don't get paid. Yeah, good so, excuse too. Yeah, so um. She know I hate taking off as well, mm-hmm. so I'm like, man, I'm not, I ain't about to keep taking off. I took off last year, yeah, for you know your family or your friends and all that stuff. So, I, um, yeah, I just told her, you know, you go ahead, I hold it down. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny too because uh, I'm kind of going through that with my ex where, uh, I never took off because she always talked about let's go here and here and here and here. I'm like. I got to work, you know. But then I took off for my sister's birthday this weekend. <laughs> so she's like, she found out. You never I could take actually, off for me. Yeah. <laughs> we had to have that little fight, but I'm like, we broke up. So whatever. I don't have to deal with that anymore. Mm, but did y'all but, really? Yeah. Mm, yeah. We'll yeah. get into that. Yeah. friends. Nah, we're, we're done. Well, we're done talking about my ex. We'll okay. Get into that. You <laughs> we, got, we meant to talk about you last time. Yeah. But we had the I fight and it was weird. So we're going to get into your shit a little bit later <laughs> on, Miss <laughs> Jasmine. You're not escaping this smoke. We got it saved up for you tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. You know, you're going to like it. But uh, first, let's get into uh, number one. Um, I don't think there were any new releases, at least nothing I've really bumped. I know Schoolboy Q, I believe, put out a new track. With Travis Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Was that dope? I didn't get to hear that. I liked it, but I'm biased. Okay, of course. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I'm kind of biased too when it comes to Schoolboy Q. I'm Mm -hmm. still bumping the um, the Num Num Juice. The Num Num Juice is hard. I I just wish the song was longer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that song's hard. I I, I like the... the, um, Travis one too. I have a quick comment on that too. Not the song itself, but the short songs. So this Lil Nas X song has now like broken all kinds of records. We knew it was the number one song in the country last week, mm-hmm. but now it is poised to be the most dominant song. One of the most dominant songs on the charts ever. Dominant meaning that meaning it has several times more plays than the number two song. And I think only 21 songs in history since the charts existed have gotten um, streams that much bigger than the number two song. And Mm -hmm. I think he already smashed uh, Drake's record, too, for God's Plan. Yeah. And this is the remix or this is his um, original version? Is it the remix? I think it's the original version. But I don't know. They might be combined in the... I don't know. Mm -hmm. But 
the thing, I, the biggest reason for this, number one is a catchy-ass song. Yeah. Number two, the song is like a minute and 45 seconds. He only got a verse. Yes. It's the hook verse. Hook. So to really feel it, you're going to be replaying it at least three, four times every listen. I yeah. hear it around so, here very often. It's yes. so weird. Like, I'll walk by and I'll hear I'm like, are y'all playing the old, like, <laughs> like it's a joke. But I, I played it on the show. I played yes. it on In the Lou and I had the, um, the instrumental. Yeah. So I bumped in with that. And a lot of people are like, I like how, how I think you're keeping up with the times. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think this song is going to be the end of three-minute songs now because the game has been rigged with the streaming and the replaying streams. And the short I guarantee albums. you, I guarantee you, because Drake's talking about recording his new album now. He's starting to record his new album. I guarantee you there won't be any songs longer than three minutes at least the singles. Yeah. They will all be short, catchy, one or two verse songs, two verses max. Yeah. And no, maybe no features even or limited features. So it'll be interesting to see because I really think this is going to change how music is produced from now on. It was trending this way anyway, but the success of this song has really just broken everything it, up. It's, it's about to change a lot of stuff, even in the country part. Yeah, that's Because you're you probably going to have a lot of country artists using this format. It might not be this much of hip-hop, but it's going to be some country songs with some 808s in it and yes. some <laughs> trap snares and all that. So I think this song, this song, to me, I think the song going to go down in history. We're going no. we to look back at this song and say, damn, what this, a time. Where, yeah, this is <laughs> where it got good or this is where it got bad, depending yeah. on what side of the fence you're on. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, Little Uzi came out with uh, two singles that I haven't bothered to listen to. Oh, but, yeah, that's right. He did yeah. come out with some new music. Yeah. I, I was seeing a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, he's back. He's back. Because did he retire or did I make that up? I heard he, somebody talking about how he said that he was retired. He did say he retired. Yeah. And then he didn't. Because huh. I think he the, the excuse Contract was issues. he had yeah, problems with his label. Gotcha. But uh, I think that got solved because he is back making. I, I, I kind of wonder, honestly, and I know I have a conspiratorial mind and my <laughs> mind goes crazy places. But Lil Uzi Vert had cooled off a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Since that EXO tour life. He dropped the album Love is Rage 2 and it got mixed reviews. I thought it was OK, but a lot of people didn't like it. They didn't think it lived up to what they thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So then he just stops making music, period. And he does this whole "I'm retired, uh, my 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 contract is shit. I can't make music." And then Jay Z saves him, and now suddenly he can make music again. And everybody's listening. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's just me. I just feel maybe, like it's. Yeah, I know. I agree because I think I think the pressure kind of got to him where, you know, he ain't want to drop nothing because if he do, people gonna shit on it or yeah. they not they ain't gonna like it as much. So because his I think his peak kind of left. Yeah. So, you know, I think he kind of got to that point where he like, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't doing this. You know. I agree, I man. Yeah. I don't know. Are you a fan of Uzi, Jasmine? Uh, I wouldn't say a fan. I'm not opposed to him. Okay. Ever since I didn't really care for him at first until I saw his bad bitch video. Okay. Like, uh, gosh, what did he? I think it was at the BT Awards or something like that. And the little shoulder shrug that is a gif everywhere. Yeah. That's uh-huh. hilarious. He's I don't a bad know. Bitch. This is only my fourth day out here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, if you listen to him, you're going to hell, right? What? That's what he said. You didn't hear this? No. He was at a concert and he said, you know, everybody who listens to my music is going to hell. What? <laughs> you, you never heard this? No, I 
have yeah. not ever heard this. Nah, Lil Lucifer, Lil Uzi Vert is like Lucifer. That's what that means. I didn't find out until recently, mm. but he is heavy into like some Satanism. He has that Marilyn Manson chain. He he's heavy into that stuff. So. Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. Oh wow! Yeah, and I, I didn't know like Lil Uzi Vert was Lucifer until yeah. recently. So. I'm gonna look into that, but I'm definitely gonna remove these singles for now because I'm, yeah. I'm just listen saying to them when I that will. that could be a, a conversation one day because I think the Satanist. It's a marketing it, that's thing. That's like a wave in hip hop right now. Trippy yeah. Red is on that. XXX was on that. Lil Uzi Vert's on that. A lot of these new nigga rappers are. Re- remember back in the day how people used to say that shit about Three Six Mafia? Yeah, how but they, that oh, was yeah. true. <laughs> did you hear them lyrics? <laughs> no, I did, but I mean, to me, they were still like hood ass. Yeah, people. I ain't look at them as like straight up devil worshippers. Mm-hmm. They wasn't. It, it wasn't like the people today yeah like when you nah. look back at them they look normal as hell compared to like a, a trippy red nah nah or SS- I, I mean yeah. later later on three six like sipping on some scissor three six was different i felt like that was more like what you said like there was just some southern rapper type yeah. dudes but if you go back to mystical styles mm. the first shit they put out they were definitely on some Satanist worshiping the devil type shit when they first triple six mafia man come but did, on but did they ever come out and say that because they always disputed that shit yeah because they, they got famous and they couldn't say it anymore <laughs> but that no, was, go ahead no I was just saying they always brung up like man people used to think we used to wor- worship the devil and all this stuff we ain't never do all that blah blah yeah. blah but with Lua Uzi Vert coming out saying, oh, yeah, this y'all yeah. know y'all going to hell, right? And all, <laughs> I don't know. It, I mean, it's a different time and day, too. So, Yeah, and I think, to be fair, that was like a trend in hip-hop at that time, too. They called it horrorcore, where a lot of rappers would do, like, that Satanist-type thing. And now that's kind of making a whole, with the whole 3-6 sound coming back, people like Space Ghost Perp were into that. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of people... Uh, kind of brought that vibe of that Satan thing back. So. Our future. Yeah, them too, definitely. <laughs> but uh, I did not know that. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, you got to delete that off your iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah save your soul, girl. <laughs> okay. Um. So, other big news this week. Of course, we already kind of referenced it. The uh, Nipsey Hustle Memorial Service was held today. Um, at Staples Center. Um, tickets sold out very quickly. You know, everybody. Less than Twenty minutes. Yeah, it was very quick. We'll talk about that too because there was some controversy there. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I didn't get to see it because it was a busy day at work for me. I saw the clips on social media, but I thought it was weird. I guess with Staples, you know, they're playing playoff games there with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they're probably locked in and they can't have it on a Sunday, maybe. So maybe it's the only day they could fit it in realistically. But it was still a weird time for me. Like, I was at work. Yeah. You know, I couldn't stop everything just to watch the Nipsey funeral, so. I think it could have also been, um, I think about stuff like this in Houston, like when Travis Scott will have, like, his, we had his, like, shoe release and things like that. When it's random in the middle of the day, it's not for the average person to attend. Like, they're, I think they're kind of, um, they may be thinking about population control or yeah. um, during the time trying to keep it down. You know, everybody can't make it because you're normally at work during that time. So I but, doubt that because tickets were free. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I never went to a funeral on a Sunday, though. Yeah. A, a funeral has always been throughout the week. That is kind of true. Maybe a, sat, maybe a Saturday. 
But um, yeah, I never like people always have to call off a word for funerals. Okay. But um, like the only day that probably makes sense for everybody is like a Saturday morning or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I think it get a little weird when funerals are that evening mm -hmm. when it's like a fun because my uncle passed a couple years ago and his funeral was like five o'clock that evening or six o'clock that evening on the like work day. Yeah. That was weird. But um, come to find out, I heard it's cheaper to do funerals uh, later day. in the day like that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, th this part really didn't bother me at all. I think I think it's kind of normal for a funeral. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. I know one of my friends had died, and um, his service was on a Sunday, but I couldn't make it because I still had to work. I had a Texans game. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And then you got to think too. Uh, a lot of a lot of funerals happen in church. Mm -hmm. So either a church and uh, sometimes you have like That's a very true. sometimes you have like a pastor to come yeah so they usually do it on the the most common day is like a Saturday mm -hmm. but uh, it's very common to have it throughout the week okay I didn't realize that but the Nipsey funeral itself or memorial service um uh, it was star studded as we all knew it was Stevie Wonder got up there um talked about gun violence and things like that snoop was there everybody you thought would be there was there lauren london gave an emotional speech um yeah it was it was just rough to watch man yeah but uh from all accounts it was a uh, peaceful affair that i've seen um good service um so i guess we could talk about the controversy a little bit we'll talk about kodak in a little bit okay. but first when we get into um the actual announcement of this memorial service and the posting online of the tickets. Like you said, Jasmine, they sold out in like 20 minutes. Yeah. You and were allowed four tickets per household and you had to be an L.A. resident. Yes. Yeah. And but the tickets were free. Yeah. Uh, but people did quickly get on and sell resell the tickets or at least attempt to. And this caused a big hubbub on social media. People were saying it was disrespectful. What is y'all's take first? Because I have a lot to say about this. Um, I think it's way disrespectful. I I, I don't know. Um, I understand the ticketing process as far as the Staples Centers go. They had to have some type of um, system of allowing people in. You can't just open it to the public. I was wondering where they were going to do it at. Um, that I think they had even said that this was the biggest memorial service since Michael Jackson at, yeah. the, at the Staples Center. Man. Wait, how many memorial services have been at the Staples Center? I thought Center? this was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it, maybe Michael was the first. I'm not sure. I just know that they said it was bigger than Michael's. Oh, I didn't wow. know his was at Staples. I remember that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, as far as the tickets go, I just think I don't, personally I don't have a better solution as to how they could have done that. So I... I I knew when they announced tickets that people were going to, it was going to happen, like the reselling. I, I knew that somebody was going to try it, but I do agree and think that was really disrespectful. I think if you weren't planning to go, then you could have not got the tickets. Like you could have get, they were free. <laughs> like I think you should have just not registered and just allowed somebody that wanted to be there to have the opportunity versus you trying to sell them because you're going to get caught. That was dumb as fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was stupid. Figgy, how do you feel, man? Um, I think I think it was fucked up. But in the same breath, I think it's also fucked up when people do the same shit for like shoes, mm. movies. I mean, not movies, but games and little mm -hmm. stuff like this that mm -hmm. that's limited because a lot of people jump on shit like this all the time. Yep. So I think I think I think this is part of people's jobs to jump on shit that's limited, uh, get it, and then try to resell it on yeah. eBay and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. So uh, of course it's bad. The situation is bad, but I think. 
I think a lot. Of, I think the uh, if I'm, I'm I might be wrong, but I feel like these is more for the fans who want to come, mm-hmm. not the. I think the family, family and friends. I think they're in there yeah, regardless. Of course, of course. So, um, I mean, it kind of suck if you like a huge Nipsey fan and you wanted to be there, mm-hmm. but. I think overall, the overall picture, I think it's fucked up when people do that, period. Because there's some people that, I mean, p- people did that shit with the uh, Travis Scott hats. Yeah. The Astro hats. I wanted one of those, too. I asked Ashley Look, everything. We got to be honest. Those hats are trash, man. I, Come on now. I would have got it if, if it was a snapback. If you didn't know Travis Scott designed that, and then you just saw that shit at Academy, there's no way you would pay more than 25 bucks for it. Yeah, no, I wanted one before I saw the hat. I wanted one out of the you know, the fact that it was Travis and then I saw it and I was like, okay, there's no need to press the issue. Yes. Like, if I don't yeah. get one, it's fine. Yeah, I, I ain't one. Uh, to me, I'm not a pro model guy. I like the snapbacks. Mm-hmm. I, I hate the, the old school, you know, seven yeah. and three-fourths hat. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's that was, to me, that was the same situation because you had people that really wanted that hat. Yeah. But you got idiots who try to buy all the hats they mm-hmm. could and resell them for like $200. Yeah. So uh, I think that's more of a hustle for them. We, yeah, the situation fucked up, but you know I'm not really, you know I'm not really like, damn, this is out. This is a big outrage. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, as long as the family and friends is there, you know what I mean, I think that that's all that matters because a lot of these funerals don't be open to the public like that. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's fucked up. But if I was if I was smart, I wouldn't buy none of that shit. I'm not paying for that shit if it was yes. free. I agree, man. Um, as somebody who's had to resell stuff that I haven't legally <laughs> should have resold when times were tough, um, I do agree it's in bad taste. But at the same time, like it's not like we're going to an ex-president's funeral. Like This nigga was about hustling. And I, I'm not going to say he would have resold funeral tickets, but I kind of feel like some of the outrage was a little bit too much. Like I said, I do think it's in bad taste. I wouldn't have done it. But if somebody like this is a whole culture online now where people buy stuff like you said, Figgy, and resell it, buy it in bulk and, and just make a profit off that. I think it's fucked up. I think it's annoying for people who actually want to wear stuff yeah. and want to actually get it and now have to pay triple the price. But at the same time, I don't think it's worse than like being on a corner, you know, yeah. and we kind of, I don't want to say we promote that, but we niggas rap about it and we vibe to it. So it's a fucked up flip, but I do think hip hop culture is kind of like about the flip. Honestly. It's about hustling. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a hustle. It's a fucked up hustle in this case, I think. But people were doing shit like make sure you report anybody trying to sell tickets. And so, no, we snitching now. So I guess that's <laughs> cool. At Nipsey's funeral, we snitching on people. But it's just, I think if people were goofy enough, if you could find somebody goofy enough to pay like 300 bucks for a, a, a ticket to a memorial service. Yeah. And to be honest, their only reason they went that high was because it's going to be a star-studded event where all these celebrities will be there. 
So it was treated as such. I'm pretty sure the Michael Jackson tickets sold like that, too. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure people resold those tickets, too, yeah. for triple the price. It just wasn't on eBay and the yeah. internet and all that stuff. But this this type of stuff is common. We see this shit with games. Yes. People do the same shit all the time. I tried to get a, uh, remember they re-released the uh, Super Nintendo? Yes. Like people I, were bad with that. Yeah, I was like I was so pissed. I really wanted that, mm-hmm. and a lot of people they waited online. Like yes. I think that's their no, that's their nine to five job. job. Yeah, yeah. So they waited until it got released online. They bought as many as they can. Yeah, and resell them for like three hundred dollars, yeah. knowing the game was only like fifty dollars. Yeah. So um, that pissed me off when you see the pictures of they got like a whole giant pyramid of yeah. all the systems they bought. Yeah, and like three hundred best offer. Yeah, like, yeah. Bitch. Yeah, they do Look that shit. Pe- yeah, people do that shit with Black Friday. They mm-hmm. stand in line. They're not standing in line just to get a TV for the house. Yes, they stand in line to get. I guess the uh, maximum uh, uh, two or three TVs yeah. so they can fucking sell them. So, I don't know. It's, it's a little irritating, but I think it's more shit to be outraged exactly. over. Because, I mean, to me, people just, I mean, I understand the whole, you know, you know, report this person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, just tell people don't buy that shit. You yes. know what I mean? Just don't, don't. Don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If if you really had just had to spend four hundred bucks to go to Nipsey's funeral, you was gonna get scammed out of that money sooner or later anyway. Because yeah. if you I mean, it's I know people are mega fans of Nipsey and wanted to go, but I just oh. feel like pe- I, I would blame the people who actually paid that price, man. Yeah, because that don't like, even cost that you Jasmine, you've been to a concert. Yeah. I know you ain't paid no four hundred dollars yeah. for a ticket. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I uh and I low key was like debating. I knew I was gonna make it today, but I've been I had been debating like going to LA um, tomorrow at least till yeah. Sunday. But then I was like, nah, because I forgot it's the opening of Coachella too. Yeah. So on top of that, I'm sure that may have been motivation behind the tickets too. Like people are in town. There's tourists in town. They wanted mm-hmm. to. They want to experience the city. Like they want to go to the memorial. They want to do everything. So I'm sure that that might have been motivation behind the selling too. Like. I'm gonna get these tours. They gonna pay this money, so might as well. Yeah, but yeah. I just didn't think I, it was tasteful. I, I think that's so common, though. You know what yeah. I mean, I don't think it's far fetched. Where it's like, oh shit, this is so crazy. I never seen anything like this. But um, people, people are, do pe- it all the time. It yes. could be, it could be fucking Jay Z water bottle. Yes, they will resell that shit for God knows how much. Yes. So it, I mean, it's it's pretty normal to me. Yeah, like I said, I thought it was in bad taste, but people really went overboard in their outrage, <laughs> be, acting like this was a, a horrendous offense. Like, this is typical online culture now. Yeah. I think it's fucked up. I wouldn't have done it, but at the same time, if somebody's struggling for money and they just happen to cross a free ticket to this and they needed money, I'm not going to say that person should be banned or arrested or done whatever because they sold a ticket they got for free. Yeah. But whatever. Um, now it is time to address the other big issue as it relates to uh, uh, Nipsey Hussle. It's about time to break out the old. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, everybody's favorite ignorant ass <laughs> a rapper. Is he from New Orleans nah, or Florida? Florida? Florida. He has a New Orleans accent, Mm-mm. I feel, but he is from Florida. That's right. 
So I heard he was like Haitian or something. Yeah, half he is. Haitian or I something. Think he's Haitian. He could be, but whatever. Y'all know him has uh, Kodak Black. Uh, Kodak Black is not known for nuance or saying anything intelligent at the right time at all or being at the right place at the right time at all or doing the right thing at all. But uh, he made some comments. Okay, He made some comments on Instagram Live uh, shortly following Nipsey Hussle's death. Um, and they sounded a little bit like this in regards to uh, one Lauren London. Lauren London, that baby, though. She's gonna be out here single. She's gonna be a whole widow while I'd be the best man I could be, fuck. I'd give her a whole year. She might need a whole year to be to be crying and shit. To be yeah, too soon, for dude, though. I ain't trying to shoot that hoe. I'm saying this. Look, look, look. No, she could do two, three years, but I'd just. Okay, so that was the clip that was uh, reposted all over social media. Um, people thought that was very disrespectful. Um, people really got upset. T.I. had some comments. Let me see if I had him pulled up. Here we go. Hey, Kodak Black. <laughs> You out of pocket, nigga. <laughs> Fix that shit. Quickly. Expeditiously. Expeditiously. <laughs> you out of pocket, nigga. <laughs> Ain't nobody else gonna say it, nigga. I done said it to you, nigga. And if I see you, I'm gonna say it in your face, nigga. You out of pocket, nigga. Get your motherfucking self together. Okay, so T.I. got upset. Game also got upset, too. Um, he got on IG Live and cussed out Kodak Black. Um... You know, it said typical game shit. So Kodak did somewhat semi walk these comments back and his apology. Well, first off, he didn't understand why people yeah, were upset. And it, that sounded like this. Hey, hey, man, I just woke up to this shit. I don't even really even need to clear nothing up. But listen, see, they ain't going to post shit like this. Here. See, last night they ain't post. They ain't post when I was saying, oh. Bro, like, I'm out to turn up for my community and do a whole lot of positive shit. Because, bro, I never knew, bro. I only seen, bro, one time. But I was seeing, like, how I'm going to turn up for the community and spin shit around and change shit. She going to see Lauren London. Hell, yeah, I said what I said. What the fuck? What y'all expect her to be single forever? I said I'll give her a year to grieve and cry. Hell, yeah, she a bad bitch. Any, any one of y'all, any any one of y'all, if she try to holler at any, anybody, y'all ain't finna be like, oh, nah, I can't do it because of Nipsey. I, <clears throat> I said I'm going to do positive shit. I'm going to change, I'm gonna change <laughs> a little piece. And then she going to see that. And she going to be like, you know what? Oh, you remind me because I'm finna turn up for the community. But y'all be on some sensitive shit like nigga can't even say nothing okay <laughs> i thought that was even worse <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah. he did eventually apologize and the apology also got people upset and that sounded something like this if i disrespect you knowing nothing in any shape or form i'm sorry even though i didn't <laughs> and rest in peace to do y'all already know what i said i said do encourage me to do shit for the community but anyhow my bad to them too but for all you other people like trying to fake act like y'all little boy and me on the internet or checking me on the internet that's how you feel bro that's how y'all want to feel 
and I got a whole tour, like, I'm in Georgia right now, tomorrow I'll be in Norfolk, Virginia, like, wherever y'all see me at, if that's how y'all feel. Okay, enough of that, who cares? <laughs> uh, there, there was a lot more, actually, um, back and forth with him and game, and we're not going to get into all that. That was the meat of this entire controversy, um, and several things happened after this. Um, an L.A. radio station announced that his comments were disrespectful and they would no longer support him or his music on their station. His memorabilia, I guess, was also removed from the Trap Museum, the Trap, trap Music Museum, museum yeah. in which I don't even know if he knew he had an exhibit in, <laughs> but uh, that was removed. He mentioned that, too. Yes. He said, I ain't asked for you to put my shit in there. <laughs> He did? I didn't hear that one. He said some crazy shit, though, man. It was kind of funny. He said some crazy shit. And that's what I... Kodak is fucking funny, man. I'm yeah. sorry. Because he said like, something about T.I.'s wife, right? Yes. He, well, <laughs> I don't know if that's a... Because I can't find a clip of that. I think oh. that might be a rumor. Oh, okay. But I know he did say that he, he was like, fuck the museum. I didn't ask to be in that shit. You didn't even ask me to be a part of it. So he was like, whatever. But uh, people are saying that they're fed up with a, uh, a Kodak Black. Kodak Black is also going to be facing sexual assault charges pretty soon. I think that goes to trial. Uh, fairly soon so people are listing that as a reason why he should be canceled more so than these comments but what do y'all think about the comments themselves and the outrage about it and I think I'm going to talk about a, about this for a while but I want to get y'all's opinions first starting with you Jasmine what did you think about these Kodak Black comments Um, at first when I heard them I, I had to listen to it more than once because I didn't couldn't catch what he said because of his accent, for one, I think. And then the, I saw the backlash before yeah. I saw what he said. So um, I think I was expecting it to be really outrageous because he done said some outrageous stuff. Yes. Like with the MA, uh, young MA and just different things like that. So when I heard it, it, I, it wasn't as extreme as I thought. I can't lie and say that it was just really absurd. Um, but I do think it was distasteful. I, I think that it was something that he should have just kept to him. Like, he shouldn't have said nothing at all, but I don't think it was, um, I think him, like, coming back and trying to apologize or, like, saying that he's apologizing, but then saying at the same time, but I ain't do shit. Like, yeah. I think that is what's <laughs> disrespectful. I think if he would have just apologized and said, you know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have spoke on it, then that would he would have been good. But... Uh yeah, but no, I I can understand, and being a Nipsey fan, I can understand like protect his family, protect his legacy, protect Lauren, protect all of that. Like so, I get why he's not being respected right now, and um, it's it's crazy. Like this is what's finna get him out of here. Mm -hmm. Like out of all the stuff he's done, all of the controversy, all of the court cases, this is what's about to get him out of here and keep people from supporting him. So I, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how this continues to play out. But I I, I definitely don't think people going to accept him back. Like, I think it's done for T.I. Like, you know, certain people, I think they really done with him. Yeah. 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 I, I think, think... This, they needed this to be able to be like, okay, this man is just ignorant and he don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be working with any L.A. artists anytime soon. <laughs> Hell no. But, uh, Figgy, what you think about this, man? Um, I think... I think it was a bad look for him. I think there's something that you don't put on Instagram Live and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, to be fair, a lot of people do talk like this. Uh, it's people in the hood that <laughs> that that be sliding in um, widows DMs yes. and shit. I'm, I didn't heard all type of crazy stories. I, like I know this story is nothing like that, but 
this is very common. He just he just said it on Instagram live to to like a million followers. So that's what make it so bad. But I still think it was uh I still think it was a little disrespectful. Now, I mean, I don't know their relationship. I don't know if he had a real relationship with Nipsey. Mm-hmm. But uh I think it was I think it was still a bad look just to do that. Now behind closed doors, you can say what you want. Know what yeah. I mean, but this type of shit happened all the time. So, you know, it really didn't surprise me. But um, I was super surprised how um, and it, I think it's kind of normal for people to kind of come after him because especially if they was friends with Nipsey, it's kind of like, nigga, what the fuck you doing? That mm-hmm. type of shit. But um, you got to remember, too, this dude, how old is he? He not. He, 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 he's still kind of. Yeah, he's early. very. Yeah. I think yeah. he's pretty young. Yeah, this is a, this is a different type of breed. Know what I mean, a lot of people his age do shit like this. And I hate to say it, and he's from Florida. We know Florida yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The, wait, the news stories and stuff we hear all the Kodak time. Kodak like, Black is wild. 21 years old. Yeah. That says a lot. Yeah. Anybody born this after. Is, the genre is hip hop and mumble rap. <gasps> <laughs> on Wikipedia? Yes. I didn't know mumble rap was a genre? genre, but okay. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, but um like people his age, man, they do all type of crazy shit. You could pull out you could you could pull out a whole bunch of different rappers for, around his age and they do all type of crazy shit and they don't think nothing wrong with it or they don't think it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's an age thing that play in it too. But um like I don't I don't think this is a big enough deal to get him canceled. I, because I, I feel like the rape allegation was more of a reason yes. to get him canceled. So I think I think people I think a lot of people are still feeling the death of Nipsey. So they kind of going out the window. They you know they they trying to jump on something. I mean, they kind of feeling real emotional about it. So uh, I think that's the reason why you know you got Ti's going back and forth. You got Gang going back back and forth. Because which they should. It was their guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um. I think a lot of people making a big deal out of it, trying to cancel him because it's like I said. I think he should have been canceled a long time ago. Yes. I agree. But um, he said all type of shit. He 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 talked shit about black women. Remember he yeah. said he went date a, a black a brown skinned woman. Yeah, he, he went date. Them. He said all type of shit, and I thought he was gone after. I thought yes. women was done with him after that. So um. I, like I said, I do think it's disrespectful. I think he could have kept that to himself, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people kind of going too far with canceling his music. And you can even hear though people in the background that he was with. They was like, "Well, like you could hear them saying, yeah. like you need." They were trying you, to check. Yeah, him. yeah, they were trying to check him. Like you, that's he probably a was. Soon. He probably like, was high, drunk, something. He yeah. was on something. Yeah, and then see, and this kind of go back to our conversation way back. I want to say last year around. Um, when people was canceling um, XSX music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Remember it was canceling and we was kind of like, man, this is about to change a lot of shit. Yeah. Because if Spotify take his music down, just imagine what, <laughs> how many people music going to be taken down exactly. over some basic ass comments. So I think this, this kind of tie in with the R. Kelly shit mm-hmm. where, you know, I don't think Michael Jackson music canceled or nothing like that, but it kind of tie into all of that shit. So now, you know, if you make the wrong Instagram post or the wrong tweet, people will radio stations will stop playing your shit. They did the same shit with Kanye. Some True. stations stopped playing Kanye shit just because of the um slavery was a choice. And I think that's going a little too far. Because I mean, I think it's a, I think it should be your personal opinion. If you a DJ, 
I mean, if you choose not to play his shit, that should be on you. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like a whole company thing where it's like, you know what, let's band together yeah. because he said this comment. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's taking it a little too far. If you don't want to support Kodak Black, you should be the one that not support him Cause for what your did reason. He do oh, he got into it with Ebro and Ebro was like, We not playing him on hot ninety five seven. I mean hot ninety five seven or something uh, like that. When they got into it that yeah, time. Hot ninety seven. Yeah, and I thought that was stupid. Like but at the same time, you're not playing. You didn't weren't playing him for the other cases that he was going through. But I mean, you were still playing him during the other cases that he was going through. But when you felt disrespected, then you needed I, to not play him anymore. I, I think, I think it, similar. Oh, no, go, oh, go ahead. ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I think I just think it's like similar. Like you can't people picking and choosing and letting their emotions take over as far as what what the uh I guess what the what is it like the backlash is. Yeah, yeah. I, I think DJ Envy played. Uh, I think he said it. I think he did it the best with Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. He, um, the time when she was trying to get DJ Self jumped and all this other stuff, he quit playing her music. Like, personally, I don't think he stopped, like, on the station. Yeah. But when, whenever he go to an event to DJ, he never played her music up until, I guess, they squashed everything. But he didn't go around broadcasting saying, oh, yeah, the Breakfast Club will not play his music. Yes. We will not support blah, blah, blah. He chose out of his personal time to not play her music and support her music. Mm-hmm. I think I would be OK if people did that. But I just don't like the simple fact that, you know, when he make a comment like that, people trying to, you know, cancel him overall because it's all type of other shit you could cancel him for. To me, I think that, I mean, it was just stupid. I mean, if you don't fuck with them, just stop fucking with them. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to try to sign a petition and make this petition to get everybody to quit fucking with them. I mean, if that's how you feel, just leave it at that. And I think that's a good point, but I think it, it's even deeper and more sinister than that, that, honestly, because I feel like these radios really don't radio stations don't really give a fuck. They they're riding a political climate where it's socially accepted and looks better on you to say we're making a stand and we're not going to play Kodak black music because that is a slippery slope because I brought this point up on Twitter and I know I talked last podcast about always shitting on Tupac in reference to newer things. I'm not shitting on Tupac, but rappers have said very disrespectful things towards women towards their own people and what where is the line being drawn here mm-hmm. because to be honest play hit them up and then play kodak black's comments and see which one is worse yeah. who should be canceled on radio honestly yeah so uh there, there there is a slippery slope where you're always it's obvious that the radio station i think in my opinion is just trying to ride what this is right now and and trying to get some brownie points off it because people outside of LA didn't know about this radio station, but now it's appearing in articles. Wow. This station out here is saying enough of Kodak black, but I don't think they really give a fuck. I think they saw an opportunity to make a, a stance for whatever reason. I don't know if it's monetary or whatever, but that to make themselves look good in the national spotlight. And that brings up another point. Uh, the Here's the thing. Kodak Black, it's not like he went 
on in a press conference <laughs> and said, I announced that I would like to fuck Lauren London. Yeah. yeah. He was on his IG life. He was probably on that shit for hours. Yeah. Talking random shit. And this became a clip and nobody would have known unless it got retweeted a billion times and every artist had something to say about it. Uh, point being, I think the timeline generally just looks the timeline, social media timelines. They look for people to take down on a daily basis. Yeah. And this was the next person up like, hey, we're outraged. But like like you said, Figgy, niggas talk like this. Yeah. This honestly is typical barbershop talk if it we're is. being real. And there's always like the niggas who say, man, that's fucked up. Niggas but- sliding <laughs> people DMs while they're alive. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and this is like typical. Like I didn't. I, I thought it was in bad taste. The same thing with the selling the tickets. I thought it was in bad taste, but I'm not going to act like it's the worst thing I ever heard. You know, niggas joke around. Like some people have differences to humor. Yeah. And that's, that's where I think he fucked up. Yeah. I feel like he, it makes me feel insensitive to nip because I'm not, I, I wasn't outraged. Yeah. Like they, like with TI and everybody coming out and saying like being so upset about it, it made me feel like what, it, what is it? that I'm not seeing or what is it that's not hitting me the way that it should to feel this outrage. Like it was just, I don't know. I just didn't care. It didn't seem that it didn't seem that this as was, bad as, as bad. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem as bad as the hype, but it may, yeah, it definitely made me feel like I'm not being like on nip side enough for me not to be so outraged like everybody else is because yeah. I didn't see, like he says ignorant stuff all the time. Like this is not something to exactly. cancel him about. Like he's, he needed to be canceled a long time ago. And that brings me to another point, too. Uh, The Lauren London stuff. Uh, I do feel like there is a weird, like, I just get a weird vibe with this whole Lauren London thing. I've never seen somebody's widow covered and talked about as much. And I know why. She's famous herself. She's a movie star. She's very attractive and she's light skinned that, that that all these things play into you know we, we really want to make sure she, let, let, let's, let's be real okay let's be real if, <laughs> she Lauren London's fine as hell and, and she's always been on niggas like top lists so I, I think there is a weird kind of voyeuristic like people wanting to know like I, I just really hope Lauren's okay I know she's going through but yeah of course she's going through a lot but we don't have to talk like just leave that woman alone yeah and, and that's what made it worse because I almost feel like other people were trying to look like they were standing up for Lauren by speaking out on this she would have never even known about this yeah. if so many people didn't repost it react to it and uh, put out all these videos talking about him, all these they, other artists. They making it worse by promoting it pretty much yes. because they're promoting it's it's kinda like when you put up when um yeah have you seen people that share like rape videos or yes. video where somebody getting you know somebody doing something real bad mm-hmm. and it's like why you keep sharing it people share it and say this is real fucked up we yes. need to figure out who did this <laughs> it's like why is you keep sharing this exactly. like this is illegal to fucking share on the internet mm-hmm. like that this is this is um child porn yes. or whatever i think this is kind of i ain't gonna say it's the same situation but it's kind of similar because it's like, why is you giving it this much energy? Mm-hmm. Like, just well, if he said it, I mean, he said it. Just don't pay that nigga no attention. Yes. I mean, now he, you know, I don't know, man. Like, she wouldn't even like. I, I agree with she wouldn't even know 
about that shit. Yeah. Most of us wouldn't because most of us are not following Kodak Black and on his Instagram live at all hours of the night. Yeah. But they they made it big. And there's a, a, a clip that I'm sure everybody's already seen by now, the Nipsey Hustle clip where he's talking about let's clown not shit. give the clown shit any energy. People just straight up ignored that shit this time because yeah. of, of all the things to talk about, and I still think it's the time to reflect on Nipsey Hussle's life. This was the biggest story for several days. Not Nipsey Hussle's life, legacy, nothing like that. It was, we got to get Kodak Black out of here. I yeah. can't believe he said that about Lauren London. And it, it's just, it, it kind of is a sick nature of us, I guess. It's more of a just, bigger story than the actual person who was arrested. Yes. <laughs> like, I want to know more about that shit exactly. than Kodak Black. Yeah. And that's still conspiracy, conspiracy talk. Tariq Nasheed is gone completely off the edge talking about <laughs> that shit, man. He is the black Alex Jones now. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, that's what I just wanted to bring up. I, I think, yeah, Kodak Black is an idiot. We know he's an idiot. Every time he opens his mouth, we don't expect anything non-ignorant to come out of it. Yeah. But people really made it worse. And Lauren London would have never had to see this or go through it if people didn't blow it up and make it bigger just to wag their finger and say, hey, bad Kodak, don't <laughs> yeah. we get him out of here. Cancel him. Yeah. So I ain't even want to uh, I ain't even want to post nothing about that shit. Like, yeah, to me, I just don't care about that shit, man. Same like here. who like who taking pride in what Kodak Black say anyway? Yeah, it'd be different if it was somebody like a. um like a J. Cole or something like that. Yes. But damn, let's call that black. You know what I mean? The dumb shit he done said. It's kind of like getting mad if, if somebody like old dirty bastard came <laughs> yeah. out and said this shit. Yeah. But even then, I feel he like. He wouldn't even say nothing like that. I don't think he. Nah, he would. You think so? Old dirty bastard was crazy, man. Nah, Come on. No, I know he's crazy, like but I'm saying you think he would say something about like a well-respected person who was killed about their significant other? I'm trying to think one of the I, most. I think it's a I think it's a new breed thing, man. Because I th even though he he was crazy, we could probably name all type of other old school crazy artists. Yeah, I just think it's a new age thing because people like we we know a whole bunch of crazy rappers. Yeah, but they had a certain line. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. like you don't mess with nobody, old lady. <laughs> I think I think this new these new rappers don't give a shit about nothing. They don't give a fuck about no older people. They don't give a fuck about no legends. Yeah. So, you know, it's not even surprising to me. I think Lauren is also being protected, not only because of Widow, just because of how she moves and her character. Obviously, we don't know her like that, but mm -hmm. I think she's, you know, has good relationships with people in, in the industry, and they yeah. know her personally, and I think that that's a, a big part of it, too, not just the simple fact that her husband passed away. I think it's more so, too, of her as a character, like how they know her to be as a person and mm -hmm. how they respect her as a person. I think that, too, and just the king that he was, I think that's got a lot to do with yeah. why people are so um, protective of her I right think now. their intentions were good, but I just mm -hmm. don't think they realized that they made it worse by even saying anything yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, they just could have just let it go. Did y'all see the um how they're talking about T.I.'s lip and he talked about it being a scar but everyone keeps saying how it's his herpes, herpes is yeah, fair yeah it looks like it, <laughs> it, it that's my, that was my first thought when I saw that video really? <laughs> yes, I'm like this nigga got herpes but yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I've heard rumors. This is way off topic now, but herpes is like super prevalent among celebrities, man. I've heard a lot of people have it. It, it in is, Hollywood. man. Yeah. Not only that, though, like, you know, I'm from Cleveland, so mm-hmm. um, Cleveland real small, but I always hear about certain people that's fine that got herpes. Yes. It's just like, what? Like, There's I a long standing rumor about Rihanna. That- yeah. <laughs> So and the reason why that situation with Chris yes, Brown happened, yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I believe it, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally uh, believe all these um, little shit like nah, this, especially when, with when, when you see they fucking with the same people. Yeah, in all these circles, it only makes sense that there's other shit getting passed around. The crazy, you know these niggas ain't the right crazy part about it, like people still be wanting to fuck with these people no yep. matter what. And um, I heard somebody. This, this is back in Cleveland or whatever. I heard somebody knew this girl had herpes, mm-hmm. and he still wanted to fuck. Mm. I was just like, "What? Like that's that's insane to me." You okay, I mean? wait, wait I, a minute. I mean, I, I don't know. I never dealt. No, I never met nobody who had herpes. But now let let's let's. I'm gonna be respectful to Beyonce and not mention her, but I will bring up a Rihanna. Let's say Rihanna. And, and to disclaimer, we're not saying that Rihanna has herpes, but hypothetically, if she did and she said, you know, Figgy, I really like you. I want <laughs> you to hit, but I don't like condoms. I'm allergic to latex. So we have to go raw. Hey, we have non latex condoms out here. in the world. Look, <laughs> she's saying I got 15 minutes before I got to do a, 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 a show for Finny or whatever, whatever the fuck she do now. So you got 15 minutes. <laughs> And you got to make a decision. What what would you do? Be honest, man. I can, no, I don't want herpes. I don't. Want, I don't want that chance. Look, man. I don't want. I don't want that chance of me getting herpes. I don't care who it is. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm sorry, man. Like I can find somebody beautiful somewhere else. You're not gonna find Rihanna. I'm not gonna though. find Rihanna, but I can settle for somebody else without herpes. Just, I don't know. It's just it's just insane. You know what I mean, it's I don't know. It's 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 just super weird, man. So there there's no woman that would make you think twice about it. Like mm, hmm. nah, like I said, I'm old school, man. Like okay, these new cats out here, man. Nah, that's not fair because old school niggas had <laughs> STDs out the ass. They, too, no, they, they did, Literally. but but they did, but. I'm sure a lot of them wasn't like, oh, you got herpes? Oh, okay, well, ain't flare up yet. So, <laughs> like, you got people, uh, I forgot one of the YBM or Young Rich Nigga so-and-so, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I think he made a song yeah, about- I remember that. Who was that? Yeah. About herpes? Him having herpes yeah, and his girl. Yeah, he came out and publicly said he has herpes. His mama co-signed it somehow, too, I think. And his girl, was too. A, yes. Wasn't it an NBA young boy? Yeah, it yeah. was some, one of them, yeah. Oh, my God. And I was just, I mean, I mean, if you got it, you got it. Ain't nothing you can really do about mm-hmm. it, but I guess accept it, but- I don't know. A lot of and people. He has like a five different baby mamas too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's only he's younger care. than me, with yeah. five different baby mamas. I think that's wild. I think that's so. I no no. And we had this. I we, can't say that I would openly just have sex with somebody that I know has you herpes. Like, <laughs> we're talking from the <laughs> you're not the typical girl. Yeah. Like. But uh, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Because I know no what way. you I don't know. Like the tone of that. <laughs> you know who your favorite R and B singer performer so is. I literally let's say the rumors are true. He was messing around with Rihanna, who allegedly mm-hmm. or may have. No, so funny story. I was about to segue into another topic that okay. 
um, was going to backfire on me. So I'm like, see, I already did it. So I'm going to put it out there. How, um, we're talking about who, you know, the dating history or whatever, or the. So Sheck West is now dating um, India, India Love. Love yeah. And y'all were talking about, you know, women that are kind of passed around and things of the sort. Mm hmm. I didn't want to bring it up because I know it's going to fall back on me. But how do you feel like if how do you feel? I mean, about women, I guess, dating people that are known abusers or alleged abusers, like openly, like being OK and dating people that have been accused of being domestic in domestic violence. This means they got a type. What? Might want to be choked a little bit. Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, it happens. No. <laughs> like, no. Duh. I just thought it was, in, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting for her to be dating him. Like, what you mean? You mean like um, knowing his past? Yeah, and, or like his alleged past. What Justine Sky had to say about him and all uh, of the um, abuse claims and how he was stalking her. Different things like that. I just thought it was interesting for this young girl to, equally young girl, I don't know if her and Justine are the same age or not, but to to openly be dating the this guy that she just put on blast for being abusive. Yeah. I think that's pretty common. I mean, I mean we've seen it with Chris mm -hmm. Brown. Yes. I, was, I, I don't I, know I, if I that's where he's going. Go. I yeah, wasn't going to say. That's why they bring it up at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to let it go. It's it, too easy. No, nah, it's, yeah. it's real common. Not even, We can even scratch Chris Brown off the list. Mm -hmm. we, we see it all the time. Like, yeah. name any abuser or... um. You know, in, in the industry. It's not like they ever stop dating. Yeah. yeah. They'll get a girlfriend in the snap of a finger. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> R. Kelly. You know what I mean? A lot of people still try to people date R. Kelly. kidnap me. Uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. Not to that, yeah. Not to say that these people can't change their lives and turn they, themselves around, because we don't even know that he really, you know, did it. That's what he was accused mm -hmm. of. But it's just, I guess, so soon after, it's just very interesting. But I, I probably thought the same of Karuchi. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, what I think about it, um, I don't know. I think there is a. I, I read a thread on Twitter where women were talking about like some of the uh, toxic traits they were attracted to, and most of it was shit like that. Honestly, abusers, assholes, criminals, criminals, shit like that. Things that people. Typically, you would look at, and you know, if, if you saw a celebrity do it, you'd be like, how could you? Yeah. But, you know, when a girl sees a nigga like that and you see he's ultra masculine, you know, that there is an attraction there. Um, I think it's the same when we see like a girl who's kind of a hoe. Mm. We know she a hoe. We know she probably got some, but there's still some in us. It's that something we just, like, dang, yeah. I still want to, I, I, I want my wife in this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Nah, niggas say some dirty shit when yeah. they horny dog. <laughs> I drink her bath water, dog. I, I lick yeah. her. It's, it gets she's, nasty. She's a dirty never, slut. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. I never got the bath water reference. I think that's disgusting. Nah, there's worse than that. That's lightweight shit. Yeah. I've heard it all. <laughs> I've heard it and thought yeah. of some of it too. But uh, I, I think we're just that that's an unfortunate part of our nature. We are attracted to what's dangerous to us. We are attracted to, you know, what we probably shouldn't be attracted to. Mm -hmm. You know, if it was cool to be a nerd ass nigga, all the nerd ass niggas would have pussy. Yeah. But <laughs> the street niggas usually don't have problems getting the girl and the nerd niggas do. So it just is what it is. Um, I, I don't feel 
it, I guess it would depend if it was like somebody who I knew was like straight up gorilla pimping and beating bitches. Yeah. And I saw him with another girl who I knew and respected. I'd be like, man, girl, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. But yeah. if it's just like a dude who, you know, is masculine like that and might have had a past but isn't, you know, overt with it, I'd be like, okay, I understand. We are, are, are attracted to what we're attracted to. And, yeah. you know, to, there, it's an unfortunate, like, uncomfortable argument or discussion but women some women do like those relationships yeah and some women can handle handle it more than other women i was yes. thinking about that too. because you might about it. you might not you might not be able to handle that type of guy who's in the streets who mm-hmm. sell drugs and you know real aggressive but a street girl who's always in the streets who's from the hood and all this other stuff but probably could deal with it more than you mm-hmm. and okay with holding the nigga down in jail yeah. and all this other shit you is like nah, I ain't got mm-hmm. time for all that. I need somebody, you know, home I need every night. Reformed. Yeah, but yeah, I, she want ghost. <laughs> <laughs> she want a ghost, ghost a with a bachelor. Dealer. Yes, with a bachelor's degree, a giant loft in New York City, <laughs> and a multi-million dollar club and <laughs> who's scared to kill niggas right <laughs> but I, I do think that's interesting man but I, I don't know I can't really explain it but it's just I, I've met women who are like I need a man who who can fight with me basically you know like I, I know women who are like battle hardened and that's what they like to be in they like to be in arguments Yeah, I don't like like I can argue but as soon as it gets to a certain point I'm like this is too much for you me stop. Yeah, yeah I'm like Life is hard enough. I'm not going to argue with you every single day. I will leave. Yeah. yeah. But some women, they enjoy that in their life for whatever reason. Some of it is trauma, and I understand that. Mm. You you might have grown up in an abusive household. And, you're and that's what you're that. used to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And some just like the thrill of it, I guess, and like the thrill of putting niggas through shit. Yeah. So, so It might turn some girls on. It see does. a dude get loud and kind of bitch what you doing, yes. grab you up a little bit. Yeah, it might. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a girl, a girl will put it on you if you. <laughs> I'm, I, I have no words. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I was talking about that not too long ago. The um the whole um um break up the makeup thing. Mm-hmm. Like me and my wife never went through that to you know to argue and then make up. Yeah, for the makeup sex. Yeah, I just we just never went through that. We argue, we go in the other room, argue some more, blah blah blah, but. After the fact, we kind of like, all right, everything cool? All right, cool. And we back to normal. Yeah. It was never like a, man, I need to fuck you right now. <laughs> I never I never had that feel. We never went through that yeah. stage. I don't know. Some people do, I guess. I've never done that either, really. I've never got to a fight just to, like, it was never amazing <laughs> afterwards. I, I, I'm the type of dude who hangs on to shit. So <laughs> even if it seems like we're over it, that's still in the back of my head. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like one to fuck and just be super passionate at that moment. Yeah. Maybe later. Yeah. But it take you a little bit to kind of get over it. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I'm not the one to threaten either. I think that's important to establish. Um, I never threaten to leave because I, I want my word respected. So when I say I'm going to leave, that's when I leave. That's My girl didn't believe me when I left. Yeah. But I actually left because I said I was leaving. Yeah. And I don't like when women do that either. I don't like play leaving, the play breakup. Yeah. I don't do that Ain't play shit. got time shit. for all that. Exactly. If you're going to play with it once, you're going to play with it forever. I feel yeah. like after a certain age, you get over that. 
get over what? The play breakup. The play like. I, nah, I, I don't like know. You gotta get over that eventually. Like, <laughs> women. Okay, I don't know if I should peel the layer all the way back. Go ahead. But uh, <laughs> this, the fight I had with you, Jasmine, kind of reminded reminded me of what I go through with my ex mm-hmm. because she would not straight up say she was gonna leave. But she would imply <laughs> that she was like, I just can't spend my energy doing this anymore. But she's not saying she done. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I'm like, oh, you're so you're saying you're going to leave. And then she tried to black backtrack. But I'm like, oh, no, you want me you, to leave. Exactly. You put words in my mouth. <laughs> oh, you just don't want to be with me, huh? Yes. <laughs> w- women will imply shit, but never double. Like, re- like you know, they're serious when they say I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. But they will imply leaving just to they think that makes you nervous. I'm like, bitch, after the fifth time, I know your ass ain't going nowhere. So you can imply <laughs> all you want. But yeah, I, I don't like playing that. I don't like the whole play imply th- act like you're gonna do shit just to make me scared because I don't like being forced to do shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Should so, we jump into what a bro knows? We might as well. At I this mean, point. I feel like we're already there. Yeah, yeah, there's not a whole lot. There's a one thing I want to talk about later on. But we can tell that later. Mm-hmm. So, uh. Jasmine, we did mention it is your birthday. You are 26 years young. On Sunday. (laughs) Give it up for that again. Yay. (laughs) And uh, I I did notice uh, you had a Facebook Live. Actually, I don't know if it was yours or a co-worker's. I think it was a co-worker's, co-worker's, yes. Yeah. Um, And they took you out to eat. Nice gesture. Mm -hmm. But they also had somebody come over and, I believe, sing you the happy birthday song at this restaurant. Yes. Where (laughs) all your friends joined in. (laughs) Well, it wasn't a... She just... It was mentioned that it was my birthday, and he came and did all that. And then we just... They joined in and started singing "Happy Birthday" too. Okay. Yeah. How How do you feel in that moment? I always feel really awkward when attention is on me. <laughs> um, when unsolicited attention is on me, mm-hmm. I always feel very awkward. I even outside of my birthday, I just I'm a I'm a birthday person when it comes to other people. Like yeah. I I love to celebrate other people. I love to make you. Um, you know, I love to tell them to sing to you. I'm but not do you the realize you're doing the same thing to the yeah. other person, yeah. making them feel awkward? Yeah, that's pretty common though. My <laughs> wife did the same thing. She want to plan me a big birthday party. Yes, but when I'm like, oh yeah, your birthday coming up, mm-hmm. time to plan for you. Then she like, no, I don't want all yeah. that. So yeah, it's pretty common. I can't lie though. This this uh, encounter wasn't really weird though. It was very like. Kind of chill. It wasn't a big, like, you know how you can go to some places and they'll yell across the whole bar. Yes. Like, they'll have everybody Bring looking at you and just Bring a clapping. bucket and just bang and, on it. Yeah. One, two, three, go. <laughs> yeah, no. This wasn't like that at all. It was very chill. Yeah. Okay. So, I didn't feel too weird. Like, it was very short and sweet. But I get what you're saying, though. I'm that person that will... Yeah. If, I, if we go out to eat for your birthday, it's happening. So just be ready. That is one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> Have that ever happened yes. to you? I don't. When I was younger, I think my parents had it done for me. And <laughs> I didn't care at that point because I was young and it was like free food. Yeah. But now I would never. This is why I don't have friends. <laughs> you got us. So be careful. Be That's careful. why I don't go out. Yeah. That's why I just stay in my damn. Yes. Hey, we're going to have a full blown birthday party when we come up here to work. 
<laughs> the only birthday party we having for me is gonna be at the strip club. So y'all want to know that? Rocket has been trying to get to the strip club for some time now. I'm trying. I'm, I'm literally like y'all think I'm playing. No, I know you for <laughs> real, man. I know you for real. As soon as I get these taxes done and know how much I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have left in my bank account, it is going down for sure, man. <laughs> but uh, that's the only place I want to have like a birthday celebration. I don't want to go to a fucking Mexican restaurant <laughs> and have the mariachis come out and sing happy birthday and have everybody look at me. Yeah. It's just a embarrassing feeling for me. I, I would want to die in that moment, man. I couldn't take it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to know when when do y'all think that you're too old to get that? Um, Type of birthday. I know people do it like ironically, like as a joke. But at what point is that joke no longer funny? 30? I think 30. No, uh, but see, 30, people might do it for your 30th birthday, though, yeah. just yeah. to be, like you said, just as a joke. Mm-hmm. But after that, man, a lot of people want to be low key. <laughs> they ain't trying to do all makes, that. Yeah, I think that's what makes me feel old because I'm like, dang, I only got a few more of these that I can actually publicly celebrate. And then yeah. after a while, Girl, it's women just like, don't care. Okay? Yeah, women don't have a cutoff date. Yes. They will celebrate every single year. Yes. I feel like after 30, it's not meant to be a big thing anymore. Well, here's the thing. Y'all don't let us know. 30, 40, 50. And that's, you know. Here's the thing. After 29, we don't know how old y'all are anymore <laughs> yeah. based off of your birthday celebration because you don't advertise it at all. Mm-hmm. I know women who are well over 30 who still celebrate their birthdays like they 20-something, but yeah. they just don't have a number on the cake anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> y'all still turn up for your birthday. Y'all just don't. Y'all hide the number and just say it's my birthday weekend. Yeah. So uh, another birthday question I had. Uh, so... It was my sister's birthday today as well. Um, she is two years older than me, so she is 34 today. Oh, she going to kick your ass. Yeah, I don't the- give a fuck. <laughs> 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 I told my age on this podcast, so if you do the math, you know anyway. Happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Veronica Rocket. She called herself Rocky. but Rocky. I, I thought that was her real name yeah, at first. Not. Yeah, she's faking the funk. That's, that's Rocky. Yeah, I call her Veronica. <laughs> but uh, so it is her birthday, and I gave her a call. But I wasn't able to call her until like noon because I had to work today mm-hmm. and it was my busy day working. So I'm wondering, she wasn't mad at me. She didn't really care because we don't have like a, oh, you got to call me for my birthday. But I'm wondering, especially for women, at what point do y'all get pissed that we didn't call y'all for your birthday or let you know for your birthday? Does it have to be first thing in the morning? Is there an, uh, hours of leeway? Before y'all get upset that now this is a couple, right? It, either or, okay. like a close friend, a couple, anyway, either or. Like, yeah. who, what time would you get upset that someone in particular didn't wish you happy birthday? Um, I think it depends on the severity of our relationship. Okay, uh, say, say, say let's bring it for example. Yeah, oh, okay. no, if he didn't tell me happy birthday, like. At midnight or early morning, then we have a problem. <laughs> at midnight or early morning, okay. like that, like I wake up to your birthday message, then that's a problem because no. you forgot. I was about to say too. <laughs> do you? Um, do, I, I was about to say, do you rather him text you or call? I don't care. It okay. doesn't matter. Um, as long as you acknowledge it, but I can't really talk shit about people because I've been very terrible at birthdays. Yeah. Um. This year, <laughs> I've been trash. At, I've, I'm literally like one in five. So let's say uh, your boyfriend didn't say anything, 
but he did have a romantic dinner planned at like six o'clock at night. The type but of he person I am, you would still I would be upset. Be pissed. Really? Yeah, no, I'd probably be so mad at him that by the time he tried to tell me his gesture and tell mm-hmm. me what he had planned, it it would take me a little bit to like snap out of it and be like, okay, he had he didn't forget he had this plan. Like I'd probably be pissed for a little bit. Like okay. it would take some time for me to snap out of it and enjoy what he had planned. I can't lie. That's interesting <laughs> because I feel like as men we don't really give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care. I couldn't even tell you what my wife got me for my birthday last yes. year, like or, or the year after that. <laughs> Let's not go down there. Again. Got her some. Uh, she got some lingerie yes. for me. <laughs> I got rose petals on the bed and chocolate and, and all types of whipped cream. Yeah, <laughs> same shit I get every night. Right. <laughs> uh. So. Other what a bro knows topics. I, I told you we're going to give you a little bit of a, a problem or, or leave you kind of dig into your shit this week, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. So uh, something you told me last weekend has been bothering me been bothering. since then. It, I think it was a couple weeks ago when you said that you were talking to a person who will remain unnamed. I don't even know his name, actually. But uh, you were talking to a person and y'all had sexual relations, but he did not have your number. Oh. And y'all only talked through Instagram message. I gave him my number. By yeah. The way. At, after the second time <laughs> that we know of, it might have been more. <laughs> so, ex- why would you just explain this period? I don't understand. Why would you not give why somebody your he, number? Yeah. Why didn't you have his number or he didn't have your number in the beginning? Because the way that this happened was it was a, via a DM anyways. Like, yes. it all started via an Instagram DM. So that's just kind of how, that's just kind of where it stayed. I just never felt the the need to give him my phone number. And I also kind of felt like because it was, it was so, like, informal that if I gave him my number, it was going to make it a thing. And I didn't want it to be a thing. Like, and he didn't ask. I think... Part of me kind of wanted him to ask, and then I would mm-hmm. give it to him. And then part of me was like, I, if I do this, then this is making this bigger than it, than I want it to be. So did you go to his house? Yeah. Okay, so did you, like, DM them say, hey, I'm outside? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, no, be- we did. Because at that point. And, like, video chatting. It's like, awkward. <laughs> yeah, be- <laughs> because if, I'm, if I know I'm trying to get with this girl, hey, just text me. Because mm-hmm. I'm not usually on Instagram that much anyway. I'm shooting my number to you like, hey, let's finish this through a text message. kind of, that was my idea behind it. Like, I would think that he would have just gave me his number or something like that. So on my end, I'm just like, I'm not finna do it because I'm not trying to make this a thing. Like, if we talking through here, then that's cool. We talking through here. But he did mention how um, me, my responses are like, because I don't have notifications on my Instagram. Like, Yeah. No, don't, you don't have notifications, period. I do on my messages now because it's his job. Oh, okay. But um, on my, yeah, on my Instagram, Twitter and all that, I don't have notifications. So uh, he did bring up the fact like, Dang, like you kind of disrespectful to my time. Like you mm-hmm. don't really say anything, or like you'll we'll be talk like we'll message each other, and then it'll be like an hour before you say something back. And I'm like, because I'm not really on my phone like that. Like I purposely don't have my my things on. And when I tell somebody something like that, like you would think, oh, well, take my number down or something like that. So I just left it as is. And then eventually, um, we talked about it, and you know, he kept bringing up the fact that I was just really late responding to everything. And then I was like, ah, oh, 
uh, you know, maybe I'll give you my number one day, and then randomly, like the next day, I just so did so. y'all y'all ever meet in person before? Before y'all did yeah, your thing? Yeah, okay. no, I, I knew him. We just didn't know he like. It wasn't somebody I hung out with or was friends with. We had mutual oh, okay. friends. I was like, about I've to say, it could have been a catfish. Yeah. 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 Nah. Okay. Nah, she, I know she wasn't hooking with nobody random like that. Yeah, no. That's not me. But I, I am confused because you just said that, oh, maybe one day I'll give you my number. Yeah. But at this point, you already gave up the ass. So I, like was said, the number just, more sacred? I, <laughs> I just think, I don't know. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't a thing like this wasn't a this wasn't even like a a buddy like this was just I'm curious and yeah. this happened so I didn't want to make it it just felt like it was it was too much like I didn't want it to be a thing I didn't want it to be more serious than but here but I had it played out in my mind when you're talking to somebody getting their number is step number one <laughs> but we're not talking that's the thing y'all talk to get to this point to where you are having this relationship correct it's not even a relationship <laughs> though it is like, a sexual relationship we can put it like that it's a sexual relationship and y'all got at that point by at one point talking to each other correct yeah it wasn't like i just think you're cute i'm gonna hop on your dick like, y'all, at one point, I know, okay, it was. in a way, but you had to talk to him first. Yeah. And usually these things start, I know I know what you're implying. Like, I, I think you would attach that to a serious relationship, like texting back and forth all the time. Yeah. But giving somebody your number ain't like, yes. oh, yeah, commitment. And yes. it wasn't People, like. Girls give away their numbers like candy at yes. times. I wasn't opposed to it either. I mean, I just didn't. We had been communicating. He didn't make it a point to, like, give me his. So I just didn't bother to give him. Like, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't. I didn't put that much thought into it until we had the conversation. I was like, yeah, we we just DM. Like, and then I thought about it, like, yeah, no. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah no. That's why we do That had to be mad. Because Figgy brought up a good point when you're trying to get to his house. Like, getting the directions from <laughs> Instagram DM. If your phone is, like, low on battery, you know Instagram take up more battery. So, <laughs> you're fucking just praying this shit don't go to out. to me, though, like. But the whole Instagram didn't crash. The way that I am, though, like, if it crashed, then I wasn't supposed to go over there. Yeah. Like, if it crashed or we didn't, some type of, th- something happened as to where we stopped communicating in the middle of our conversation, I was not meant to get pregnant. Yeah, I was about okay. to say, it didn't happen. that was my next question. When, I mean, when is something like that did happen and you ain't even had this guy number or nothing uh-huh. and you trying to DM him and he got you blocked or some other <laughs> shit? Because I knew somebody who went through that. It, they had, this girl had her num- uh, his number, but after she told him she was pregnant, then he like blocked her from everything. All right, I'm about to give y'all some more hot takes. Uh oh. Uh oh. I have said before, I have told, well, asked like women, if you ended up pregnant by a guy that you were not serious with or in a relationship with, would you tell him that you were pregnant if you were looking to rid yourself of the baby? Mm-hmm. I don't think that, I know like there's laws for that, but. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't tell him that you was pregnant. Yeah, no. Especially if I'm looking to rid, like, get rid of the baby. Oh. Uh-huh. I wouldn't tell the guy that I was pregnant. Like, for what? <laughs> like to complicate what I already got in my mind that I'm finna do. Like, now, are y'all together or no? We, no, like if okay. we're not. Like okay. if we're not together. It was together, like a hookup, basically. Okay. Yeah, like a hookup or even like a buddy that I fuck all the time or something like that. Like I wouldn't tell him. 
there, I wouldn't tell him. I would just take care of it on my own. And if I, it ever came up, I'd tell him eventually. But I just don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. No, you can't kinda, change my mind. Yeah, like, that's. I, I mean, I get it. That's kind of fair. But when if it's a thing where that fuck buddy end up being like your man, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that conversation popped up, he definitely gonna feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. He gonna feel like, damn, we had a kid. Yeah, and you ain't, you know. And then I feel like at that point though, like if we got to the point where we're dating like seriously like that, and that is my man, then I would have to tell him that. Yeah, you gotta tell I him. I would tell it him might, that. It, it, it might, it might even the relationship. It might even be better if you not say nothing because yeah. he, he, I think he'd be, depending on who it is, he might feel some type of way. Yeah. Because he felt like, damn, you know, we could have had a kid together yeah. already, and you know, yeah. how things would have been and yeah, all this other act stuff. Like he's sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh damn it. <laughs> um uh as far as how I would feel, I don't know. Um I think what's way worse is some women will have the baby and just not tell the dude. To me that's that worse. That, that's way worse. I mean, I would like to know. I'm personally not really pro abortion. I understand if you have to have it because, you know, you just not, you know, whatever. It's a complicated issue. I'm not really with it. I feel like if I got a girl, even if I didn't want her pregnant, if even if I knew it wasn't going to work, I would still try to make it work just because, you know, I'm in a better place now where I could, yeah, I could be a single dad. I could pull off a single dad. Shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I would probably feel a type of way if I knew it happened and I wasn't told about it. But I don't know. I wouldn't be overly upset about it. It wouldn't. I don't know. I'd mm-hmm. get over it. The next nut would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. After that, I'd be like, uh, I'm over it. <laughs> we got more kids on the way. I got millions of this shit in my balls. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, there was something else I want to talk about, too, but I forgot it. Uh, what, what other things could we kind of bug you with? <laughs> um, hmm. Shit, I'm gonna think about it after this podcast, but I can't think of anything right exactly. now. We always think of the good shit. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Um, no. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> shit! Now I just remembered. I remembered. <laughs> oh, so uh, I don't like this topic just because I think it's very basic, and every relationship show has talked about it. And it's like, how many more things can you say? But. The, it did rise. <laughs> that's a funny choice of words. It did rise up in one of our conversations. <laughs> so uh, we will pose it like this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say you liked a guy for everything that he was, you know, about. Mm-hmm. It's a nice dude. But, you know, you get down to and maybe not even before before that, even mm-hmm. you, you're you're. Something happens and you find out that, let's say you ask for a picture because you send a picture and it's before y'all smash, maybe. This is like y'all a sexual a, nudity type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all okay. haven't smashed because I've sent girls, a, well, a girl, a picture of my dick and I didn't smash her yet. Uh-huh. She just wanted to know. <laughs> I yeah. guess, but she sent me some shit too, Precaution. so whatever. I guess. <laughs> We're still talking, so I guess you liked it. But, um,. Let's say you found out that he was not really packing a whole lot of heat. Yeah. How important is this to you? Would you break it, it off because of that? If everything else was cool, but you just knew like, damn, the sex is just never going to be awesome based off of that. So 
what would you do? Basically, the age-old question of does size really matter all that much? Jasmine, what do you think? Um, I, in the past, I wasn't one that thought that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But, ah, I, yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to talk to someone. No. That, um, I, I can't talk to someone that I feel like it would be a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like they're kind of coming up short. I don't. So think no we, pun okay. Good for, uh, we on the podcast we have video. Uh huh. So I need you to show us with your what? hands. What is the acceptable length? So everybody who's talking, looking at Jasmine, want to hop in her DMs. No, we need please to, don't no, hop in my DMs we, with any pictures. Feel free to, yeah, feel free to send some pictures to a DM. <laughs> I'm just saying people who want to talk to you uh-huh. and hop in and not send dick pics, but with your fingers and hands and this type of motion, explain <laughs> to you what is acceptable and what are you looking What is preferable and what is the absolute, no, I can't do it. I feel I'm, like. Yeah. Okay. I feel Move like, your hands up. No, I'm trying to like see before I give it to the public. Yeah, okay. Before I'm wild with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like. This that's not big. That's what I'm saying. That, that, I feel okay, like that's, this you is, can't. That's the this minimum. Is the minimum. Okay. Now hard or soft? Soft. Oh. <laughs> this is the minimum. Jasmine, come on. You watch too much porn. I, Jasmine, come the fuck on. <laughs> minimum. Hey, it's uh, probably a bunch of niggas in the DMs in the U-turn right now. <laughs> like, oh shit. Right. She, yeah. she don't want me. Jasmine, come on now. Or like this. Like, you know, like that, that's palm way to diff- like Oh, palm to No, okay. that's that's longer than what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. It has to be like that this, length soft. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Yeah. At so least, that this was, is the that minimum. Would, but that would mean it was like this hard. <laughs> I don't know if you know what a soft penis like. It can vary in size. So, let, so let's so ask. Go easy, ahead. It might be easier to do like a hard. Yes. Like what's what's your this is minimum the most. hard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wildest conversation I've like ever had. Really wild. I there's feel not like no what pauses. Is, what, there's not enough. <laughs> I feel like what is the what is the width though? Like what is the thick? Like that matters. Like let's, the let's, length can be a long, but well, if it's like this, then it yeah. doesn't matter. What about let's, this? Like, let's like say this regular, regular width, like this is very. I hope my mom's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Uh, uh, like this is okay. Like this is okay. Okay, that's fine. So the width, that's normal. That's normal. But length, hard. How how big does it have to be? Hard, I think. So what? that's not very different from the soft. That's <laughs> almost saying, the same. Like, I, I don't think you understand what like a soft and hard penis. No, I do. It, 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 <laughs> when it's <laughs> hard, it doubles in size. I know. And what you're doing was like the exact same length as the soft penis I feel you like said. The so, soft. Okay. When, when maybe I was a little. Maybe I was a little too long for soft. Mm-hmm. So maybe like. This is okay for soft because mm-hmm. when I'm thinking soft, I'm thinking like a tr- <laughs> yeah, like an elephant trunk. Yeah, so I, maybe this is okay for soft, but hard. It this is the minimum, but I'm also tiny. Okay. So what about this hard? No, 
<laughs> Wait, hold that. The pen is not enough. So, uh, men, if you're thinking about talking to Jasmine, take a uh, the closest pen, the fountain pen, and if your dick is not that size, bigger than that, hard, like correct? This. If yeah. it's not bigger than that hard, then do not hit her up because she's not talking about it. Yeah, no, sorry. Okay. Somebody lo- will like you though. So what yeah. about the si- <laughs> what about the lane? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about the length of this bottle? The length of this bottle is too much for me. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say. Mm-hmm. I know. You mm. looking for Mr. Marcus, right? Yeah. <laughs> Call Brian Pumper or something. No, I feel Shit. like no. This Wesley would Pipes. Rearrange my organs. <laughs> like, that's not okay. This is not okay. Yeah, this is wild. That is wild. That, um, but, uh, okay, so let's say, let's say, so to give guys a little bit of hope, <laughs> let's say you're already decides to fuck this guy. You didn't know what his dick looked like, mm-hmm. and his dick is under what you consider to be the minimum. Yes. But the <laughs> overall, let's say he's like great at four player or whatever, and does other shit. Uh-huh. Is that still just not going to cut it? See, I thought about that too. Um I think the foreplay has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think what what are you doing before we get to before you get to the point of the fact that you want to penetrate me? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I think that makes a big difference. Like if you're just thinking that you're putting it down with that little penis, then no. Mm. <laughs> like no, we're not ever going to do it. Okay. But I feel like. But would you, you would would that not be a deal breaker if that was the case? If like if if it wasn't if a, the overall if he had sex the good was okay, play, if he yeah. had the good foreplay, he you know touched you in the right places. Yeah. And then at the end, he you know he put it down. It, it wasn't bad, uh-huh. but it wasn't like oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Like is that a deal breaker? Um. Yeah, kinda. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because it. Because what if we want to have a quickie? You don't have time to get into your foreplay. Like, what are we, we going to do with that? Like, okay. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, baby, break out, the, break out the candles. Yeah. <laughs> get the lotion. Time, we don't have time to do all that. Like, oh, what man. if we're in the car or something? Like, that's really, we don't have time for that. Okay. That's <laughs> interesting. That. That's interesting. Yeah, no. I feel like, I've thought about the fourth. Like, I, I was wondering if you were going to ask that. I've thought about okay. that before. But, but like. You know what? A lot of um, people, um, I got the best friend who talked to me about everything. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, th- I think the last person she was with, she um, she said he wasn't all that big like that. Mm-hmm. But he made up for other places where she enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a deal breaker. Yeah. So I think it is ways, depending on who it is, mm-hmm. that they could probably make up for, be- you know, having a, a small dick. Uh, or a smaller. Yeah, dish. I just I feel like maybe I just need to be put in that situation because I have not witnessed someone with a small penis that was able to make it. I really haven't witnessed anyone with a super. I didn't know until after the fact. Okay. Okay. It is um, because I heard there was some people that do ha- have like big dicks that don't know how to mm-hmm. have sex. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, I think it depends what you're doing. Yeah. I won't be a pussy. I'll put myself out there, man. I don't have a giant dick. I don't feel like I have the slave dick I want. The slave <laughs> I feel like dick. I, wait, I, I wait. look and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I God, <laughs> you gave me a deal with fucking racism and I didn't get the porn star dick either. <laughs> I'm like, I, I do feel like it's not, I don't, 
I don't inspire fear when I take my dick out, basically. <laughs> There's some niggas who probably, like, you see porn and it's like, holy shit. But I don't have that dick that's going to be like, oh, it's not going <laughs> to drop any jaws. <laughs> but I did have to cultivate other skills to make up for the fact that my dick is not going to fucking shock people and be like, I can't wait to sit on that. So <laughs> I, had fucking, I had to get good at other things. Yeah. And I've never had a girl be like it was just whack i was unexperienced at one point of course and it was bad yeah quick little yes. stuff like that yeah but i did have to learn there was trial and error and i feel like that's with anything yeah. if a dude is not attractive he's got to be he's got to be something else you got to yeah. be funny you got to dress nice you got to and women do it too like if you're not the prettiest you got to have something else you, you got to have some gotta be crazy. style yeah, yeah. you got swag you got to dress right exactly if you a big girl you better know how to suck some great dick because <laughs> <laughs> that's expected yeah. you know so i think as people period we make up for in other areas i guess okay so let me ask so, you this go like ahead. if if you expect head are you willing to give head as well of course, Jasmine. You're, no, no, you're I'm child. A, no, I'm not a child. <laughs> like, I'm asking on. because I think that's absurd that you wouldn't Why? expect. Like, absurd that you wouldn't you would expect it, but not be willing to give it. That's How, what I think is what nineteen ninety five ass niggas are you yeah. talking to that are not you talking to juvenile, right? <laughs> nah, nah, no, I love pussy, pussy but 90. I ain't licking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, I but think yeah, a no. guy a guy is willing to do that before yes. he fuck. Yes. <laughs> I think a guy is so willing to do that. I think that's a turn off. Really? Yeah. Wait, to what? Not do it? Yeah. Well, of course, but like I said, Jasmine, this is, I don't know who you're talking to, mm-hmm. but it's 2019. There, yeah. there are not many niggas not doing that right now. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, but I just think that's really a turnoff. If anybody's out there it's, listening, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> honestly, it's kind of it's so common that you know it's weird if somebody don't do it. Like you got to question that dude if exactly. he don't like doing it. But um, I know back in my day, back when I was in high school, it was kind of like shameful to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like so, you couldn't admit it at least. Yeah, you know, hell no, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. And if somebody found out you did, you you getting laughed at. Yep. So um. The guy that used to do that all the time was getting all the girls mm-hmm. and made them feel super special. So now it's just like, I feel like any dude is doing that now. So it's not like a big deal. Yeah. But back in the day, you could DM a girl and say, I want to do this. I want to lick you. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, shit, yeah. for real. Okay. <laughs> Something but, new. But now, you know, it's, it's so typical. fucking common. You get right past the game. Yeah. He, <laughs> he made it popular. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think there is something to be said about the other foreplay stuff. I've talked to women who think that's more important, mm-hmm. and I've talked to women who are like, big dicks or nothing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> everybody got their thing. I don't think you're— I think it also depends—if we're, we're getting into it, we're getting into it. I think Go it ahead. also depends on your um, your vagina, if, yeah. uh, if a big or a small dick matters to you. Like, uh, what do you mean by that? Explain. Um— is your vagina like whole like huge this okay or is it like this like that makes a difference i think okay. that makes a difference but that's much- after being well is that i don't know if that's true or not because there was a the rumor is like 
It, it loosens up, but I heard that it comes back. So it's, I don't. Not, it's supposed to snap back regardless, but okay. everyone no, some of them, do that. Yeah, some of them don't snap <laughs> That's back. That's what I'm saying. I think that that plays into it too of what you like and what you don't. Like if your if your vagina is built a certain way, then they only like yeah. bigger ones. They, yeah. yeah. So an uh, average one. Mm-hmm. Not that mine going, is. Built a certain way. <laughs> okay. Disclaimer. So we're we we going to ask Lisa Ann if you ever yeah. get her on a podcast. We got to we, get her on, man. Yeah, we got to ask her these questions. We, we need to know. <laughs> we really know, just got tra- into a porn segment right now. Of course. Now. Shit, y'all don't even know. I could, talk, <laughs> I could have a porn podcast, honestly. <laughs> I could talk about this shit all day, but uh, we do occasionally talk about hip-hop and other shit. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's been a slow week. <laughs> it has. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to get into real quick. I, I believe we're done with the uh, dating and sex and raw porn, all that shit. <laughs> so, uh, Jacquees and Ella May got into a little bit of a, I don't want to say it was a fight, but uh, Jacquees was on Drake's tour. I guess he did a little special, you know, come on stage and sing a song. Mm-hmm. I thought and it was Tory Lanez. Was it Tory Lanez? Was it Tory Lanez? It might, let me see okay. the, yeah... What is it? I it know says it was London's O2 Arena, but I don't see who was performing. It might have been Tory Lanez. I don't care. Whatever. Mm. Point being, he got on stage, and uh, when he performs a song, he performed his remix of LMA's Trip song. Yeah. And LMA saw this clip, and she tweeted something a little bit snippy, a little bit passive-aggressive. Yeah. I've seen she that, said, too. I'd be so embarrassed if somebody brought me on stage and the only thing I could sing was someone else's song because nobody knew my actual music. Poor thing. And I saw that tweet before I realized what she was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So uh, she deleted this tweet, to be fair. But, um, yeah. <laughs> that pe- make it worse right? once you delete exactly. it. Yeah. it. Yeah, you put it out there. It's uh, Once you're famous, you can't delete shit. Yeah, without people, say, people know the same. Yeah. No, it's almost worse to delete it. Yeah, because it's already out there, and you can't deny it happened. So, yeah, if you tweet shit and you're a celebrity, you might as well just stick. That would make the headlines more than the actual tweet. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so Jacquees um went ahead and he he kind of said, you know, um, I, I actually all my songs get played, but you know, I wish you the, he he played the high road, I guess. Yeah. But do y'all think Ella May is being? Petty here, does she have a point about somebody getting famous or more famous off of one of her songs? Uh, I thought it was interesting that she made the comment when this story first came out and um, I don't know if it was PR control or like, you know, her trying to be politically correct, but she made it seem like she it wasn't an issue to her. Um, if I remember correctly, like it was, it was more so um, her label shut it down yeah. than she had a problem with anything. That's what we all so, thought. I think. I first. think that's yeah. what she actually said. Like mm-hmm. I think that's what was discussed. If I'm not mistaken, maybe on the Breakfast Club or something like that. But so it was weird to see her tweet it because I didn't think that she had those type of feelings towards towards him or yeah. the situation. So it just for me, it just kind of like, wait, I thought you didn't care, girl. Like you know. So I thought it was I. Seeing that she's fairly new, I thought this was the most controversy that I've heard surrounding her name. Yeah. Or the most that I've heard her of being any type of way, honestly. I don't have much of a a persona for her. Like, in my mind, I don't know much about her. don't know really. I was telling, it's funny, I was telling Ashley the other day, like, with her music and style, 
it's I like she's kind of tomboyish, but I almost feel like she doesn't have um, a brand right mm-hmm. now. Like like she's not no obviously she's not known for much right now other than her you know her vocals, but she doesn't like when she's like how she's dressed and things like that. She's just kind of all over the place and not in a negative way, but she doesn't really have a brand. So mm-hmm. this is the first thing that I've heard like speak to her personality, I guess, or speak like, you know, that shows a little bit of her personality that I, I wasn't hip to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before this, the most controversial thing she did was not know three Aretha Franklin songs. Oh. People got upset about that. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, it's what I it mean, is. she's not from here, so. Figgy, is LMA being petty? What's going on I, here, I man? I think she being, I think she being very petty. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I mean, I kind of understand the first part of it where, you know, I guess his 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 remix was doing more noise than hers, so I kind of get why the label shut that down. But to me, I feel like if he did a song of hers like that, I mean, why not reach out to him? Why not work why together? Not work together? Why yeah. not put him on that re? If 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 she was smart enough, she would have put him on that remix. Mm-hmm. And on top, because the remix she did, I mean, he did, um, she originally put, what, Migos and somebody like else Quavo on it? Quavo and Quavo. Minaj or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I ain't really hear much about that. But, it was whack. Yeah, but if she was smart enough, she would try to at least work with him, you know what I mean, instead of being petty like that. It's it's always petty when you got to go on, go on Twitter and tweet something. But to me, I don't know, why is she making that big deal? Because... Um, I want to say, um, I want to say, if if her if if that song is registered, when people perform it or play it elsewhere, don't she still get some something for it? No, because that is an unofficial remix, and I don't think he paid anything for that. He can't sell it technically. Mm-hmm. He can't profit off of it. But his likeness does profit if people are listening to him more then they might listen to his other songs. So he is, in a way, profiting off of it. But I don't think... There's no way he can be getting money off this, basically. Yeah. No, no, not him song. getting money, but I thought she gets something for it being played like that. Well, it, you can't sell the song. Yeah, he can't put it on any... I, they, that's why they wiped it down from, like, Apple Music and stuff like that, because if it was st- being streamed, he was going to have to be um, compensated for it. Yeah. So mm. that's why I, I don't think there's a way. That. I don't think there's a way, even though it uses the same beat... I don't think she gets paid off of any of that in these streams or whatever. So, but yeah, yeah. it's it's a weird situation. I, yeah, I, like, like I said, I think it's a little petty on her part. She just need to move forward with it. I'm sure she got more music mm-hmm. than that. She just need to stop focusing on that and focus on her. Yeah, and did you see? I didn't know he was dating someone, but I'm not really a big super super Jacquees fan, anyways. But he's dating Dreezy. She's a rapper. I oh, yeah, from Chicago. Yeah, I didn't know he was dating her, and she was like... Yeah, she came she out and had words to back, say, too. Yeah, and was yeah. like, you don't even like that song, girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I think she kind of... Um, she kind of making herself bigger than what she is right at this moment. Mm-hmm. Because even though she did have a good album, she had some, uh, two great songs, but it could get all wiped away in a second. You know what I mean? Because she, she kind of on this high road, like, she can't be touched, and I, I don't know. I think it's a little too early. She need to, you know, make more friends than actually going after people. Because Jacque, I mean, y'all know we got we got our jokes about him, but mm-hmm. he's still talented. And I mean, he he just one hit away. If yeah. he could get a hit off, he'd be, you know, 
He'd be up there with her. And yeah. we'd be clowning him like he doesn't have hits, though. Yeah, like, he, It's just he, a matter of your preference. But he has hits he on got the radio. Yeah, yeah, he got some songs. but It's that like, whole king of R&B stuff. Yeah, yes. yeah, he got yeah he got some songs. He's very talented, so I don't understand why she wouldn't just work with him on that. I would rather work with somebody than beef with somebody over something petty like that. I I kind of well, I'll take up a, a bit for LMA here. Um, I do think she's being petty, but at the same time, I do, and I don't know who wrote this song. I'm assuming she has some writing credits on this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think it's petty to, and number one, I think this uh, kind of reframes the whole discussion about who had the remix taken down in the first place. Because we assumed, and I think DJ Mustard fell on that sword and he said it was me. But seeing this tweet, I wouldn't be surprised if she said, if she started bitching about, about it. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she felt some type of way when she heard it and people were talking about it a lot. So, number one, there's that. But number two, if you write a song and somebody else performs it almost beat for beat, but changes the words, but still uses the writing structure on your beat, I mean, I kind of feel like you have a right to feel a type of way. Prince didn't like, Prince was super petty, number one. But Prince didn't like anybody covering his shit, really. And he would always judge their performance, obviously, because he thought he, you know, was the best. And LMA probably feels somewhat similar. She's like, you know, I, I I made it my song. Why are you getting up on somebody else's stage? And usually you do your biggest hit song when you, somebody brings you up. Yeah. And some, you hear your song and somebody else is performing it. Yeah. So I, I kind of understand. I, I got to be fair. I understand she should, shouldn't have tweeted it. Yeah. She should just let it rock. She messed up. Yeah. yeah. She, she got emotional and she was just on social media. But uh, I think it was a mistake to tweet it, but I can't knock her for feeling a type of way. I do agree she maybe should have reached out and tried to work with him, but maybe she didn't like the way he went about it. Maybe it was on him to come and say, hey, I did a remix to your song. Let's work it together on a remix. But instead, he just put that song out there. Yeah. So maybe it's on him to actually make that connection and not just her. But see, I think it's common, though. A lot of people, he he's not the first artist to do this true a lot of people do this all the time but um i think where he kind of messed up was i think he if i'm not mistaken i think he might have tried to make a make a profit off of it so i think that's where to me that's where i'm like man that's that could be true that's to me that was out of bounds like if you can remiss anything you want but once you try to make money off of that then that's when you should shut that shit down yeah but i don't see nothing wrong with uh performing that song because at the end of the day you are promoting her yeah know what i mean well do you think people heard that and and went and listened to her ver- I, her version of the song i think people saying oh this that lma remix he yeah. remixed lma song i'm True. that's on them if they want to hear their original but it is her song they not saying that I don't. I don't think nobody going around saying, "Oh, that's Jacquees' song." True. Yeah. And like, oh, who the people is are saying that she did a way better job. He did a way better job than her. On yeah, song, I think so. that's why it became what it was like the issue at first because people yeah. were overshadowing her. You know, overshadowing her, telling, putting out there that it was better. But now at this point, it don't matter. Like no one's saying that anymore. And, so and see, I I kind of get it during that time because the song was kind of fresh. Mm-hmm. So they was trying to work the song, but to me. Anybody who do a remix of a song, it got to be better than the original one. Like, True. 
Like, I I don't get mad at people who remix a song and then and then they do a better job than the original one. Like, your job is to be better than the original one. Yeah. Like, to me, I look at you different if you hop on a remix and didn't do shit. It's kind of like, damn, like, the original one was better than this? Like True. But I, I think it's different when it's an unofficial remix, I think. And that's the case here. Um, if it was, like, an official remix, people might have felt different. I don't know if I'm making I, sense, I, but... I think I think the song came out so early, yeah, and then he came out with that, and which was killing it. And I think they had this whole plan of dropping the remix with Nicki and yeah. Quavo. They, but this guy's taking up the whole thing. That's fair. So I think that's where they kind of you know rub shoulders the wrong way with that. But right now, like it don't even matter. Ain't nobody listening to that song right now. Yeah. So. No, I don't know. I think she was being super petty. I think she feels some type of way about him. I agree. Um, Other topics we can kind of speed run through that happened this week. Uh, Kim Kardashian is trying to be a lawyer. (laughs) I have nothing else to say about that, honestly. She's trying. She announced that she's going to take her bar exam in the year 2022, I believe. I'm all for it. I'm yeah. okay with it. It'll be sexy to be. Well, I don't know. Why? I think I think it's a little extra her announcing that. Yeah, and you know she. You, I mean, we all know why she announced it, but oh, yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with it. It's better than you know her doing some bullshit. <laughs> I'd rather her do that than uh, you know some type of other bullshit that don't make sense. If Kim Kardashian passes the bar exam. There needs to be a federal investigation it do, man. as to what exactly happened here. <laughs> because I'm not saying she is a dumb person. Of course, she made this whole big brand. But I do not believe she can pass the bar be exam. Be a lawyer? Yes. It's, it's smart people out here that probably can't pass that. There are people who do nothing but study for the bar exam and still fail it. Yeah. So all the things that Kim Kardashian has going on, if she somehow passes this exam... She should go to jail like Lori Lofton or whatever the fuck her name is, the full house bitch, yeah. because there's something Aunt crooked Becky. going on. Yes, Aunt Becky. She should be thrown in the same pin as Aunt Becky will be for cheating the system, because I would be disgusted. <laughs> uh, other topic. <laughs> uh, Lil Boozy got mad that nobody bought his album. I didn't know you had an album. Did y'all hear this rant? Let's play it a little bit. Y'all, you should feel bad. Boosie putting you in this world all the time, letting y'all see this shit, letting y'all see how this rap shit is, and you don't even want to spend ten, twenty dollars and buy a nigga CD. Get the fuck off my life right now. Wait a minute. <laughs> He's angry. Nigga be all on live, have y'all laughing and shit. You don't even want to spend nine dollars. You don't want to buy one song for two for for one twenty. Get the fuck right now! <laughs> but you always want to come on my live and look at me. But you always want. But you can't spend a dollar fifty on a song. <laughs> He's holding his head right Get now. The fuck, please. Come back tomorrow, man. We gonna cut up tomorrow. You won't watch my live. I have top live in the country all the time. <laughs> How does he know that? So like see- How I, do you know that? That he has a top lives? Yeah. You can track how many people are watching. 
I don't know if he actually has the top lives. Yeah. I doubt it. I wonder who have the but, top lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably somebody weird like Jordan Woods. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> I'm dead. I don't, I don't know if Kylie Western, Jenner. I don't know if Kylie does lives, but if she does, she would have the highest lives. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Do, do people, are people doing boozy bad? <laughs> no to me, it's, it's common, man. Yeah. It's, it's super common. We we do this shit all the time. We post shit. We only get like 20 likes. Yeah. But we have like a sh- thousands of followers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, it's it's so common. So I don't, I don't know. That's the way it is, man. People, that's the way it is. You can't go on somebody Instagram live and expect all them people to buy the album. So, I didn't. To your point, I didn't know Boozy had an album out. He didn't <laughs> yeah. get, do a good promo run on this. Uh, he could have went on the Breakfast Club or something. He could have did like an album press run. He didn't do that. Jasmine, are people doing Boozy dirty? Should they have bought? Should you have bought Boozy's album? I being should've. a fellow New Orleans native, I should have bought Boozy's album. Boozy badass. But mm. I can't lie. I haven't. I don't know the last time I listened to a Boozy album. Oh damn! Please. Don't spam me, but yeah, no, I yeah, I'm about to say who about to spam me? Yeah, I don't who know. Who didn't even buy his album? I'm about to say I never had a Boosie album. Right. I well, I definitely have, but uh, yeah, no, he kind of. It's just not the music that I'm looking for right now. Yeah. The sound that I'm looking for right now. I feel that. No disrespect to him at all. He's yeah. still a legend. I don't care what okay. you have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> to to Figgy's point, I do agree. Um, it is like that. It is kind of fucked up because uh, people think that their followers, I, I guess fo- social media followers is like the new capital now. Yeah. And when you have a whole lot, that makes you attractive to a lot of brands, a lot of advertisers, a lot of people, period. But we see all the time that doesn't really equate to sales or anything monetary coming from it. Lil Pump has like, Tens of millions of followers, I believe, on Instagram, and his last album flopped. Mm. Nobody bought it or really streamed it. Nobody yeah. cared. So just because you have a whole lot of followers, even bots, <laughs> usually what they are most of the time, at first at least, uh, does not mean you will get a whole lot of sales. People should have supported Boozy a little bit if you were a fan of his music, I guess. But like I said, I had no idea he put out an album. But you people who, two figures point again, who... <laughs> Follow the podcast, and I know y'all listen because we hear y'all talk about shit we talked about on the podcast yeah. when y'all we, see us again. We get a lot of love in person. Yes. In person, but nothing yes. reflects. Yes. No, y'all y'all keep your dick, okay? Uh, we don't we don't ask a whole Keep week. listening though. Keep listening. Yes, keep keep listening and subscribe. But no, it don't take a whole lot to press a retweet, to press a like. I censor the fucking clips that we put up so you can play them at work. You have no excuse. Okay. Like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. All it takes. We're not asking you to fucking put up a billboard or anything or, or put us on TV, but nah, y'all, there are people who listen to this podcast who have clout. Okay. (laughs) We know it. We, we know it. We've talked to y'all. Yes. They, they, y'all have clout. Y'all have a voice in this industry. Yeah. All you got to do 
is hit the like. Shout out to Landry Locker. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I hate that we waited so long in the podcast, but I was bullshitting and rambling too long about porn and dicks and shit. Oh, cool. <laughs> we, we still under time a little bit, so yeah. we good. So, Shout out to you for this timer over here. Yeah, I got it. I pulled oh, the timer up. That's yeah. good, man. That's good. I saw it. Maybe mine was wrong because we talked about like 10 minutes. We like anyway. a little under two hours. Okay, cool. So uh, Landry Locker, you know, we did say we will take um, any listener uh, topics, anything y'all want to hear us talk about, anything y'all want to hear us shout out or anything. We'll promote it, but we'll also talk about any topics y'all have that you want to hear our takes on. Landry Locker. Hit us up, and he is the uh, co-host of In the Loop on Sports Radio 6. My guy. Yes, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Check that out. Good show. Uh, Produced by Figgy, of course. And Landry asked, number one, we talked about this in our Facebook Live last week, about MC Hammer and his legacy, because he believes that if MC Hammer, well, if Vanilla Ice is considered a joke, then MC Hammer should be considered a joke too. Yeah. So why is MC Hammer considered a legend, and why is M- Vanilla Ice considered a joke? Yeah, he pretty much said if MC Hammer is a legend, then Vanilla Ice should be a legend too. Yeah. So uh... what what do y'all think? I have I'm a little older, so I actually do remember um, a bit about MC Hammer. Uh, but what do y'all think about this? Do y'all think that? we disrespect Vanilla Ice too much or don't respect MC Hammer enough. What, what, what do y'all think is going on here? I think, um, t- like I said, I, I think MC Hammer a legend. I think we don't respect him enough because um, during that time, I feel like he changed the way hip-hop is. Yeah. He made it, he was like one of the first big mainstream hip-hop artists. Yeah. That, that sold, or you mentioned it last week, who won Diamond. Yes. So, um, I think, I think um, not only that, I think he was well-respected by other hip-hop artists. So he was friends with Tupac. He was friends with all type of other people during that time. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Vanilla Ice, Suge Knight was about to throw Vanilla Ice off the bridge at yes. one point. So I think Vanilla Ice was exposed as a phony yeah. to hip-hop. So I think that's one re- Even though he did sell a lot of records from um, from the one single, I think... I think he was looked at as a phony and people didn't respect him. So yeah, I well, fucked up Landry's questions because he asked something else entirely. Oh, really? But we did talk about the, the vanilla ice master P thing, not master P, uh, MC hammer. Mm-hmm. So my bad. Oh yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so my bad. No, it was cool to say this. Yeah. So, um, MC hammer, people forget the atmosphere, especially in hip hop, when he came out. Yes, he went diamond. He was super popular. He was one of the biggest, probably the biggest hip hop star until Eminem came along, honestly. Mm-hmm. In terms of record sales, in terms of mass popularity, he was damn near Michael Jackson. He was supposed to go on tour of Michael Jackson. It didn't pan out, but the fact that he was going on tour of Michael Jackson and that was even talked about yeah. lets you know in how same big breath. he was. Yeah. yeah. But let's go to his reputation in hip hop. When he got, when he crossed over and went diamond off of a "Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him," the hip hop community did not take that very well. They not did not did not support him. Did not see him as a rapper. That's not real hip hop. Exactly. He got dissed left and right. Red Man dissed him. Ice Cube dissed him. 
a lot of rappers at this time, especially gangster rappers, thought that shit was corny and played out, mm-hmm. and it wasn't street enough. Yeah. So J- MC Hammer was seen as a joke after he went diamond and, and crossed over and had the cartoons and all this stuff in the Adams Family video. Once he went over to that side, he was not respected. He was seen like Vanilla Ice was, Yeah. honestly. The difference is that before that, MC Hammer was respected as an Oakland MC. Yeah. He wasn't super overdoing it with the dancing and the pop hits. He was more respected as a rapper back then. But after that album came out and after he started going with the everything else and going super mainstream, yeah. That's what changed the whole thing. The thing with Vanilla Ice, like you said, Figgy, he was exposed as a fake early. He tried to come out with this kind of hard image. But when we found out his real name, number one, that killed a whole lot of hype. Uh, what's his real name? His real name is Robert Van Winkle. Ah. Yeah. He said he was from Miami. He's actually from Dallas, which mm. might be why uh, <laughs> Landry likes him, because he's from Dallas, too. Uh, but The shade. Yeah, it, it just is what oh, yeah. it is. <laughs> So, I forgot uh, we got somebody representing Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot. I, I thought you were from New Orleans. That's your family. That's right. Yeah, Whatever. my family's not from New Orleans, but I never correct you. You should claim New Orleans instead of Dallas. <laughs> what? You should. I would if I was you. I can't. I don't even claim New Orleans. <laughs> she ain't, she ain't got the, the Saints, accent. At yeah. least the Saints won something in your lifetime. The Cowboys ain't never winning shit. But what about the Mavericks? Uh, who cares about them? <gasps> Dirk, Dirk retired. Y'all, Dirk y'all did not hopeless. retire. Yes, he did. He didn't say anything about retiring. He, said he officially end. retired after his last. They pushed him out. Yeah. I don't think he wanted this to. This I was say he never announced it though. He did. He after did his the last, last the last game. home game. Oh. Yeah. He got the microphone. He said he's done. Oh, okay. They forced him. Mark Cuban was like, "Listen, you motherfucker. Yeah. Done you here. ain't dragging that team anymore." But. Uh, so MC Hammer, like I said, uh, he was seen as a joke after he went mainstream. But Vanilla Ice came out as a joke because he was just presented in a fake ass way. And we knew that from the start. And we <laughs> saw it. And the thing, MC Hammer is respected more because he stayed hip hop. Yeah. Even when hip hop hated him. Even when people said, man, you ain't a real MC. Get the fuck out of here. He stayed rapping after he went broke. He stayed rapping and he's going on tour again and I'm going. (laughs) He's going to be at the Woodlands in August. I'm going to see him. He's going on tour again with like Kid and Play and everybody. It's going to be dope. I would like to go see that. It's going to be old ass niggas up (laughs) there, but it's going to be dope. Some cougars up there too. Yeah, shit. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so we respected the fact that he stuck with it. Vanilla Ice went through a weird phase where, number one, he had, like, dreads at one point, and then he tried to say, I'm not a rapper anymore, I don't like rap, and he started doing rock music. Then he went on, like, celebrity rehab shows and shit. He did a bunch of goofy shit, and he came back to rap when everything else didn't work out, and he realized that he could only make a living being Vanilla Ice and not Robert Van Winkle, the rock star. The rock star. So that's that's the biggest part of the reason why we see MC Hammer as a legend and Vanilla Ice as a clown. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, right. You want to get into the real question? Yes. The real questions. He posed two questions in the group chat. 
Uh, the secret group t- chat that only uh, me and Figgy and Landry are a part of. <laughs> um, that Landry created. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said, these are the questions I would like y'all to discuss on the next episode. And Jasmine, we can get your take on this as well. Okay. Number one, where does Master P rank among the most influential people in hip hop? And number two, looking back, was the crunk era crunk or bunk? I don't like how you worded that. That's corny. And number one, he... He wrote he wrote crunk with a K at the beginning. <laughs> it was C R U N K. The, the Little John album was called Crunk Music with a C, but whatever. Uh, number maybe, one, maybe a, uh, a blood. <laughs> Don't want to use C. So number one question: Where does Master P rank among the most influential people in hip hop? Jasmine, you are from New Orleans. Uh, yeah, no, I think that he wants a number. Just uh, where? Just like, vague... I feel like he's very high up. He's okay. very high up. I tend, I don't forget about him, but I think that he's overlooked sometimes. I think he is a very influential as far as like he for the self-made for the um, not necessarily owning your masters, not owning your owning your rights, but putting. The South on, I think he had a lot more to, not more to do with it, but he was the start of it before um, Baby and all them. Like he was, he he started it. He was the blueprint. Mm-hmm. So I I definitely think he deserves more credit than he gets. But as far as where I rank him, I I don't know. Uh, I don't. Okay, I'll put it like this: above or below Jay Z? I'd say above mm. because if there were no, that's hard to. Uh, if there were no Master P, I can't necessarily say that Jay Z would 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 be in his position. That's fair. I think that Master P showed us that we could be businessmen, that we could be we could do things other than playing ball and rapping. He did them both, yeah. and I think that that was, you know, even if he doesn't claim it, I think that was inspiration to a lot of people, a lot of business executives, uh, rappers turned business executives. Yeah, and for people who don't know, Master P technically was an NBA player. Yeah, he was. He yes. played in a preseason game, I believe, but yeah. never actually. He's quit yeah. Yeah. for yeah. the money and the rapping and the business. So. Yeah, I don't think he, I think he would have been an NBA player if he could have, but you know, hey, <laughs> at least he got, he got to a yeah. level that most people didn't. So, yeah. hey, shout out to him. Think, what do you think, man? Um, Honestly, man, I think he top three. Okay. I, I wouldn't put him, I wouldn't put, put him lower than three, but um, yeah, man, I think he, I, I I think I got him over Jay Z mm. because um I think Jay Z they was I think they still would have been you know similar or Jay Z would have did what he did now but um I think Master P was like strictly independent though yeah. uh, Jay Z you know he did have a deal it was more of a partnership I guess but uh, Master P he did everything man he he was doing move now we we used to laugh at the movies and yeah, all that stuff at do. the time yeah. I got the hookup too coming out soon. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he set his family up in uh, in a great position to win for generations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he um, like I said, he did the movies, he had the TV shows for his kids, he did everything pretty much positive. He he had a whole fucking um, down south label mm-hmm. and had all type of um, legendary artists, mystical, silk. Um shit. See, you had all type of artists. He, you know, he um put out there, and um like this is not even talking about his music because yeah. I don't even care about his music. He That's has fair. some good songs, but like as a businessman, 
that dude got to be one, two, or three. No lower than three. I think, um, yeah, he, he definitely a legend. And um, he don't really get that much. I, I guess we really don't talk about it as much. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's somebody that that did his money right. Mm-hmm. He, um, yeah, he got little Romeo set up right where mm-hmm. he doing his own his own little business thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think he get the respect for it, man. I he, think it's because he too all like you don't really see Master P everywhere. Like yeah. he's not really hip to the social media era, so we don't get um, we don't get a taste of his life and things like that. We the things we know we know because they're reported by credible sources most of the time. Like mm-hmm. he's not one that's like on IG Live and like Ti or like like he's not hip to all that. He seems to be like fairly still, you know, kind of old school with it. And I think a lot of people um, during that time were scared to go the independent route like yeah. that because being independent is a lot of work. You got to do everything, every single thing that, you know, I think a lot of people that took the easy, I ain't going to say the easy way out, but people that went to a label, they didn't have to do as much. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we, we can sit here and talk about how cheesy his album covers was, the beats and all this other stuff. But yes. He did all that on his own, and he didn't have to do that. So, um, yeah, I think he, I think he, shit, I'll probably put him too. I don't, I don't really have a list in my head right now, but mm-hmm. I would probably say maybe number two. Okay, mm-hmm. that that would be a good discussion to have one day. Who are the most influential people? I think I guess you can define influence in different ways. Different ways. Yeah. You can say rap wise, like you would put Big Daddy Kane and all those people up there, rock him. But yeah. as far as business, of course, Master P is top three yeah. in business wise. To be fair to Jay Z, Jay Z was independent before. Uh, Master P came along, so I don't know if he would credit that business to like if there wouldn't be a Jay Z without a Master P. Yeah, but I do think he did change the game in a way that Master of uh, Jay Z and everybody else benefited from. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the time, people really don't realize how crazy the industry was. Um, people were locked in these slave deals, man. Like the record labels, and they still run everything, but especially back then, you know. And everybody's biggest dream was to be signed. Yeah, everybody just wanted to be signed. Which Every, sounds crazy. Yes, but people were like they would give anything to be signed because that was a sign, literally a sign of success to mm-hmm. say you made it. I got signed. I got a deal. Yes, even though I don't own any of my music, and after I, my one hit falls off, I got nothing because I can't put any more music out. Yeah, but yeah, everybody thought you had to sign with a major record label. Master P changed all that. Um, he he create he had a creative way to get beats because you know the sample era was dying out at this point. People were having to pay royalties out the ass because sampling a lockdown on sampling. So he had a down south flavor that appealed to, of course, people from the south and everybody from UGK to all these other legends gave them their props too. A uh, funny story about him allegedly kidnapping Pimp C too, but that's oh, a whole yeah. other thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, um, definitely top three in terms of influence. Um, he really changed the game and showed people. And if you hear him talk, man, he's a bright dude. He is. You can hear it, and and he don't he he don't like to be fucked with. He'll give Charlemagne some shit yeah. on Breakfast Club, but you can tell like he is an insightful dude, and you can see why he was successful because he did have a business sense and. He seems like a genuine dude, man. I like Puffy, but when you hear him talk, you kind of kind of feel like he's full of shit. 
Yeah, he went to college and all yeah. that stuff too. Yeah. Diddy just sounds like a nigga who would scam you. Yeah. Honestly. But when you hear He can sell you a dream. Yes. But when you hear Master P, you feel like a a great interview I saw was Snoop Dogg. I can't remember. It might have been Arian Foster's podcast. Mm. But uh Snoop said uh Suge Knight taught him that there was money to be made, but uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but Master P showed him how to make money, basically. Mm-hmm. Because when Snoop got his first car, he didn't realize until he got pulled over one day, it wasn't even in his name. It was in Suge's name. Yeah, mm-hmm. Suge did everything. He signed all the checks. He Everything went through him, and he just doled out like, oh, here's your cut, here's your cut. And there's no way to check if it was actually yeah, your cut you or not. Yeah, how you supposed to know? Yeah. Exactly. But when he got on uh, No Limit, people dog that. Uh, people people kind of downplay that whole no limit thing because uh, you know the music wasn't all that good from Snoop at that time, but he said that he learned so much in business from Master P because Master P showed him how to make money. He didn't mm-hmm. just make money off his name. You know, he mm-hmm. said, "Hey, here's how you own your own business. Here's how you own your own music. Here's how you do all this," and he showed him a way to actually make money in the record industry, and that's probably a big reason why he does all the stuff he does right now. Yeah. Because yeah. Snoop ain't got to be on cooking shows, you know? He ain't got to make yeah. reggae albums and mm-hmm. shit. But I think he got that from Master P. So yeah. I think Master P is a very insightful and influential dude, and we put him up there. Yeah. And if you look at a lot of shit in hip hop, um, you got a lot of people who was at one point making their own clothing line, mm-hmm. making their own TV show, their own cartoon, and all this other stuff. Master P was on that shit he was. back in, in the 90s, yeah. early 2000s. So, yeah, I th- definitely a legend. Top definitely. three. So we all agree there. I know Landry is a uh, Master P fan. That's so he is. He he like Landry. Landry's taste in hip hop ends around like 2005. <laughs> Anything after that, he's like he's not really fucking with. But it, it, up until then, he fucks with it heavy. Yeah. So um. His next question is, looking back, was the crunk era crunk or bunk? Which I'm assuming means, was it classic, was it good, or was it whack whack looking in retrospect? The crunk era, of course, referring to the Lil Johns, the uh, Yin Yang Twins, uh, all that that shit. The, the Atlanta trap, like Atlanta, the Atlanta yeah. wave, like the them franchise boys. Was that trap? Tra- I would, was that I, I would call that snap music. Yeah, that was that. That was that era, though. Yeah, that was that two thousands. Uh, is unless he just talked about the Lil John Atlanta shit. When I well, crunk is kind of. Do you just attribute that to Lil John? Because you might say like "Nuck if you buck" is like a crunk song too. Yeah, but, but think about because remember the whole crumping era, yeah. like the dancing era. I can't oh, that remember was embarrassing. the. Oh my I can't God. remember the music that was behind that though. Like it, was, it wasn't Lil John type of crunk music. When I think of crunk, I think of Yin Yang Twins. Okay. And Lil John, like or the crumping era, like I obviously I specifically remember Chris Brown like crumping to. Mm-hmm. His music, like I think you could crump to kind of whatever. I think the dance is different. We're yeah. talking about the music, the Lil John style music. Yeah. So look the at young the young like, to the window. Yeah. 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 I'll put it like this: Do y'all think that music aged well? Would you go back and listen to Kings of Crunk by Lil John today? Do y'all think? Because a lot of music from that era honestly did not age well, in my opinion. Yeah. But what do y'all think looking back? Would you be embarrassed to put like a, a Yin Yang Twins album on right now in 2019? Um, I I kind of would. 
I, I put on all type of music, so I I would probably take myself out out the conversation mm-hmm. because I was actually listening to um uh, I think it was Kings of Crunk or uh, one of Lil John's mm-hmm. albums those, the the uh the album with Put Your Hood Up yeah yeah and I'm I was listening to it, I'm like damn this shit was kind of because I hated Lil John back in that time mm-hmm. but I'm listening to it, I'm like dang this actually he actually saying some shit they actually mm-hmm. rapping compared to what people rap about in this day and age yeah. But um, I think I think that era aged like milk. Mm. I think you have to be, I think you have to be at some type of throwback party, or you got to be in some type of mood where you like, damn, remember this back in high school? And I think that's the only time you could play those type of songs. You can't just you can't just sneak that song in rotation at a radio yeah. station yeah. because you got you got some real good songs that's timeless in this day and age. Like a um, get low like a, will never get old. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no. Get low is a timeless classic. <laughs> but if you look at somebody like a um, and if you bug too, but yeah. is that? I don't, I don't know if I would, I don't know about. Eh. I think get low. I think you got to be in a certain mood because if that song come on, I think you all people always think about what happened during that time. Yeah. I think that that's like one of them throwback songs. Like, oh, I ain't heard this in a long time. Mm-hmm. You know a song that, I'm sorry, to me that don't age well, and I guess it's because where I go and I hear them playing it because they try to cater to the black crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by Usher. I think that's a crunk error song, it, and it, it did is. not it age well. I always hated that song, honestly, yeah. even yeah. when it came out. Me too. That's when I was getting a little bit tired of Lil John. Yeah. Because I did like Kings of Crunk. Um, I like the stuff you did with Too Short and all them, I love but Too Short. it's just uh, that 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 era when he started doing his shit with Usher and Ludacris more and more. I'm like, Ugh. that was the that's sound. That's when man. it died to me. Yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, they play. Yeah, don't let black people walk into yes. a, a predominantly white bar, and yeah, is the first song they gonna play. No, they no that's that, that that's that cr- that's that crossover song. Yes, that that's that genuine pony <laughs> rap version. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. We gotta do this for another podcast too. Top five rap songs that white people love and black people hate. Yeah. <laughs> I can name several off the bat right now. Uh, the <laughs> song we bumped in with. Uh, the, yeah. the in the club by Fifty Cent. They love it. Yes, that is white people's maybe second favorite song next to Journey. Don't stop believing. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the club is like that one song that's oh, let's play a hip hop song. Yes. Yeah, it's Tipsy dun, by Jaquan. There's like oh shit, yes. uh, oh shit, <laughs> it's about to be a real party in yes. here. Yes. <laughs> Number two, I would say is Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> Why do white people love them some damn gangsters? Paradise? Coolio. Coolio, they love Coolio overall. Yes. But that song in particular, I've been to a bar, nothing but really white people. <laughs> they sang the shit word for word. I'm like, how many times did y'all listen to this damn song? I I liked it when it came out. Yeah. But I can't go back and listen to that song. Coolio is just corny to me, period, man. I can't go back and listen to a shit. Yeah. But white people love Gangsta's Paradise, man. That is an <laughs> anthem for them. I don't get it. Man. We got to think about more, though, because yeah. there are definitely a whole lot that. We should do a top five list for all of us. We just should. Quick, yeah. Uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, the Crunk era. Yeah. So I will admit, when I'm in the gym, like, I'll put on some Lil John. When I'm in the car and just feel like black, if I'm about to fall asleep or something, it's a long drive. Yeah. I'll put on some Kings of Crunk or Crunk music and it'll still get me up and going. 
Yeah. But I do think the the beats sound dated now. It, you can't, like you said, you can't really play it in a club. It's going to sound weird if you just put it on in a party space. I, I think the key is um, if you can sneak it in the radio rotation. Yeah. Like, will people be like, wait a minute, I ain't heard this song in a minute. Yeah. Because... The, the one song they always sneak in is a Biggie song. That, yeah. That, uh, Biggie, give me one more chance yeah. or whatever. We, I never say shit every time that song come on. I never say, damn, I ain't, damn, why are they playing this? Mm-hmm. But if they sneak a, a, whis- a remember the uh, Whisper song? Yes. If they sneak something like that in, it's kind of like. that song too, Yeah, man. I'm like, is this the throwback <laughs> hour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I, I don't think it aged that badly, but it did age. Um, there are some songs from that era. Uh, what's that song called? Play No Games with uh, Fat Joe and Trick Daddy. That song has a beat that I feel like is aged pretty well. Mm. But some of this shit is just like, you could tell Lil John was just fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just cool for the moment. But uh, looking back at the crunk era, I wouldn't say it's bunk. I would say it was cool, and looking back, I I don't regret. I bought a few Lil John albums. I don't. I'm not embarrassed of it. There are some albums I'm embarrassed of ever buying, <laughs> but, but that's not one of them. Um, I think it it you can go back to it for a nice refreshing listen sometimes, but yeah. it's not gonna stay in my rotation. Of course, it's like a memory thing. Like yeah. when you listen to that, it's mainly because of your memories in high school or you kind of remember what you was doing during that time. That's how that's how I look at that music. But to me, the key is if you can sneak this song in rotation, because this R&B songs that's like, it's, it's the same way. Yes. It's some R&B songs from the 2000s that aged like fucking milk mm-hmm. that you can't really sneak in like that. Yeah. And same thing with the 90s. Some, like, if you sneak a 90s song in, you might be like, damn, this must be the throwback hour. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's some songs in the 90s where, you know, you could play that. You can get away with This Is How We Do It. You can get away yes. with songs. Yeah, songs. some songs. Some that's one. That's another song, This Is How We Do It. White yes. people. Yeah. Yes. They, <laughs> yes. Yes. They the love Montel some Montel Jordan. Jordan. Yes. That's another one. Good one. Yeah. Um, I will tell you the music era, I think, aged the absolute worst. Snap music. Yeah. yeah. I cannot go back. I like them franchise boys enough. Like, yeah. I think Shawty Lowe was talented. They actually used to rap, though. Yes. Like, if you listen to their shit, they was actually rapping. Yeah. D4L with the Fabo the and all man. that shit. The like, they, they could rap, but the snap, Laffy Taffy, dog, I was thinking about Girl, it. That <laughs> had to be into that. Even when it came out, I didn't understand it, man. I didn't either. Everybody loved that song. Yeah. It was the worst song I had heard probably in my life. (laughs) And to this point still, people talk about how bad hip hop is now. Nah, man. No, I don't care how much, how dumb you think Gucci gang is. Yeah. The beat on a fucking Laffy Taffy is the worst shit. It sounds like a joke. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like somebody just fucking around with random sounds on Fruit Loops. Fruity Loops. It is. No, man. Snap music, period. It was bad, was the worst era to me. And then that fucking a chicken noodle soup, all the fucking dance uh, songs that yeah. came out around that time. Yeah. Clear oh, God. <laughs> I Can't had a thing for her, man. What's, what was her name again? Uh, um, Young B. You must have watch Love and Hip Hop. No, I seen it. I ain't want to see it. She looked like a fool, man. <laughs> she looked like a fool. But we used to, um, back when I had a Blackberry, we used to always message each other and all that, the BBMs. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know why I had the thing for her. Yeah. yeah, I can't tell you that. Yeah, I don't she know. was in an awful song uh, from an awful period. Snap music was the worst, man. Yeah. I can't blame Nas for making the hip hop was dead around that time. Honestly, man, I can't because yeah. it was bad. The one, the one snap song I hate. I, I guess it's more of an R and B snap song, but that T Pain and Young Jock. That baby girl, what's your name? Oh yeah, wait, wait, buy you don't buy your drink. No, wait, come. Nah, Biggie, nah. No. I did, I, I didn't. Like, nah, I ain't like that song, man. Nah, uh, okay, you I went like too, you went too far, Figgy. Nah, okay, <laughs> no T Pain. So disrespect. when that song came on, you was like, "Yeah, let I me buy you song. a drink." Nah, I, no, I wasn't buying bitches yes, to drink. Yes, she was. <laughs> yes, she was, man. You was about to knock my head off when I said this. Dog. Nah, my bad. That's your song. I do I not think, like that song. I think T Pain is a legend, man. No, nah, he is. But I think that song to me. You just thought the song was corny. Yeah, I th- okay, just that fair. whole that whole yeah. snap thing. Oh, okay. snap. I did hate that, that part. Shit, fair yeah. enough. I that did whole- hate that part. And I did hate the uh, Young Jock Motorcycle Dance song. <laughs> Me, Me and the Trap is going down. Yeah. You didn't like Boosie Zoom? I like that Zoom song. Zoom was cool. I like Zoom that was song. Cool. Zoom was cool. Like, Boosie and Webby shit at that time was okay. And see, Webby that was, was more of a New Orleans vibe, too. That Zoom and the... Um, what was that? Wipe me down. Yeah. That wipe me down was straight New Orleans. Yeah. Now, hey, that that song aged very well. I, I like that song. That I ain't like. like I ain't like that song at that time. But now I'm like, man, that shit. That shit kind of hard. Yeah. That song and uh, Juvenile High. Yeah, like th- that. Those the two songs I used to like. Man, what the fuck is they yeah. doing? I was like a straight New Yorker at that time. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, man, that's like one of my favorite songs. Ha, huh? that's like yeah. in my top ten yeah. right now. I, I like wanted, it too. I wanted to be in the wipe me down video so bad. It just looks so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so fun. Uh, so, yeah, I hope that answered Landry's questions. If y'all have any questions for us, anything y'all want to talk about on the podcast, any hot takes that y'all have and y'all want us to react to, hit us up. You know, y'all know where we at. Facebook, social, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gems and Juice. Uh, look us up. Just hit us. Drop our hit our line. Bang our line, as West Coast niggas say. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we will respond to it, and we will shout you out for asking it. So yeah, if you want a little bit of clout, yes sir, go ahead and let us know. So I believe that about does it for the podcast. Yep. Uh, we can wrap this up. You can find the lovely Jasmine at Chitty Chitty Bang. Of course, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, but Chitty I'm got, Chitty Bass. Chitty Chitty Bass. I keep saying saying it. Same, you're supposed to change it anyway. So I, I don't am, know why you get mad at me. I changed it for like a day, but um, I went back because I was like, I like Chitty Chitty Bass. Okay, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I changed it to Jasmine Bass, but I felt very like. Dang, people can find me super easily now. They I, they already know where you're at, Jasmine, okay? <laughs> they listen to this podcast, okay? But- <laughs> They're going to talk about your preference for dick next time you're at oh, the office. That's so. so embarrassing. Yeah, it is what we it gotta is. We got to have a social media talk, too. What do you mean? On um, what to post, what not to post. And-, and who to follow and who to not let follow you. We got to get into that. Okay. Yeah. Good topics for that's the next podcast. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about that next week or maybe on the Facebook Live. We feel like it. I yeah. know. Follow us. Um, we didn't do a Facebook Live this uh, podcast, but we usually do that. Um, had every a little, Friday. Yes, every Friday around 7, 8 p.m. Um, had a different circumstance this week. It's Jasmine's birthday. I was going out of town. We just so. ain't feel like it. Yeah. Fuck y'all it. be all right. Yeah, exactly. Y'all, <laughs> y'all ain't pay 150 <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but you can find my boy uh, Figgy Fig on all social media accounts as well. Also, the producer of the In the Loop podcast, not the In the Loop podcast, In the Loop show on Sports Radio 610. Check it out. Yes, sir. And you can find me at the Ryan Rocket on Twitter and Ryan.Rocket on Instagram. And that about does it, folks. Anything else we should close with? Anything we I, I forgot? Personally? I just want to say, tell y'all happy birthday. Y'all had a safe trip. Thank you. And, um, I'll probably link up with y'all sometime this weekend for yeah. um, Jasmine having a uh, brunch. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Just want to tell y'all happy birthday. Sunday yes. it goes down. Ryan, if you don't go to New Orleans, I'm going to bug you. Okay. I know. So. He, gonna, he ain't going to do nothing yeah. but lie and say he went. <laughs> He is going to like because he doesn't post on Instagram. I'm going to mute, I'm a mute the, uh, the group chat and be like, oh, my phone <laughs> my died. My phone was nah, dead. Hey, nah. I fucked around a call. If I stick around, I, I'll come through just for you, Jasmine. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll come out my cave. Drinks. Yeah, we'll do a little something, something. We'll and go to, we'll go to the strip club when it's closer to your birthday. Yeah, no, it's definitely going down. I don't know if you're ready for that. <laughs> 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 I don't want to see no stank faces when Figgy over here getting the lap dance just because he's married. <laughs> Look. Just because he's married. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's my birthday. Think he can get a lap dance if he wants, man. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. I'm so, cool yeah. Check out the podcast, all that shit. We already did the plug, so fuck it. We Subscribe. Out here. Subscribe. Peace. Do it. Peace.